Hi, welcome to Suplex of Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth. Huh? And Forrest. Huh? Did you guys coordinate this? <laughs> no. Or did you? <laughs> but that's how yes. pe- that's how people talk in Hyrule. Yeah, it is how they talk. It, I don't know. There's voice acted stuff. Yeah. Yeah. In some cutscenes. Um, we didn't talk about this before. Maybe we should have. Should we talk about Zelda second, and we talk about the showcase first? Because people might not want to know anything about Zelda. That's the only. Uh, what do you mean? It's not like we're going to spoil the game. Yeah, I know. I. It's weird. People get weird about mechanical spoilers. Well, mechanical. Spoilers. Hit wide yeah. slice. What? In the game. Sli- yes. Okay. Yep. And is there a slash? Would you? I'm just <laughs> the way you <laughs> said you, you hit wide a slice, it would it would infer that to <laughs> slash or or stab. There's other oh, alternatively dice. Yeah, um, I think that's the, no, no. We'll, we'll slicing talk. and slashing are um, synonyms. We we didn't meet and 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 do an episode last week um, because I wanted all three of us to be able to talk about uh, our adventures in. High rule, uh, theoretically in my brain, low rule, uh, yeah. and uh, the Sky Islands um, Sky rule. of Sky Rule Sky of rule. Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> um, so basically, we're just going to be talking about Zelda and then the PlayStation Showcase uh, today. And if you don't want that, you're listening to the wrong yeah. This podcast. is the wrong episode. Um, sorry, uh, but not really because this. Uh, it's the most engaged I've been with a video game in a minute. Um, That's good. I should say that my arm is currently infected by uh, black goo like links. Is it infected or do you just have a goat arm? Oh, yeah. I think he might lose his arm. Yeah, yeah. See, that's I like, asked happened- this yesterday. Uh, in the... Okay, this is the opening cutscene of the game. There's <laughs> yeah. nothing spoiled. Spoiling here. the first all, five minutes of the game, that which turns out has all been in in the trailers. Yeah, in different yeah. orders. Um, which a lot of this game is about things being in different orders. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, you didn't ask what we've been playing. Yeah, I know it's okay. <laughs> um, uh, is Link? Does Link not have arm? Does when game over, Link arm gone? So there's a cutscene. Um, so, like, as we see in the trailers, they go underneath Hyrule, and yes. under there is Corpse Boy, who comes back to life. Um, I don't think what... The, then he shoots black goo at Link and his sword, and Link's sword gets all screwed up, as we've yes. seen. And his arm also gets all screwed up. Yes. And then Zelda falls down a hole. Link tries to jump in afterwards. Um, when I first watched... That cutscene, it looked like his arm came off and it was like falling down the hole yes. alongside Zelda. But I don't think that was happening. Um, I think he still had an arm. It was just all black. But now it's infected with um, Rauru's arm. Yes, that is a spoiler. A positive infection. Sort of. No, that's the... It's I mean, still the first five minutes. Yeah, it's the first five right. minutes. But we didn't know who he was. Oh. Um, they say his name like two seconds after he gives you his arm. No, but before the game. Ah. Oh. Yes. Uh, though we, he did show up in the trailer for a brief moment. 
Um, yeah, Link has a new arm. It's pretty cool. And he's got, like, long spiky fingers on it. And I yeah. think it's longer than his other arm. You have, oh, okay, that's your, think about that. That's the second weird theory you've thrown at me about this game. <laughs> the other one was you think that Link tans the longer you're out of the I sun. I swear. <laughs> there, Which, like, I will look. There will be moments where there's, like, a cut. Like, when you see there are memories in this game like there were in the last game. Um and after it, it, like, focuses in on Link's face, and he's like, huh, and he comes back to reality. And I swear, some of the times he's, like, a different color. <laughs> like, his, he's differently shaded. Uh, sometimes it's just, like, his he's super blushed or something. I don't, it's hard to, I guess if you're not looking for it, you won't notice it. But I notice it at one point, like, why is he so red or tanned? It's and I don't know that it's a real feature. <laughs> so Seth went straight to he's tanning while we're playing. <laughs> but yeah. I think that's happening. I mean, Which, may, maybe it's just an effect of like the the climate of the area because like in cold areas, you know, is like with, his che- his nose and cheeks get red. Sure. With like, the with the things that are in this game, though, it wouldn't surprise me no. if uh, that truly was happening on some level. Um, I mean, he's in the sun a lot. And if you're wearing what I'm having him wear, half of his chest is exposed. Absolutely. He should be getting tanned. Good. No, I wear the wingsuit at all times. <laughs> I'm prepared to be in the air. I still have not found the wing pants. Mm. I, mm. I have the wing face, the wing, <laughs> the wing top, face. and uh, do not have the wing bottom. Um, <laughs> the wing butt, as it's yeah. known. Uh, so let's, I mean, it's... It seems silly, but we have to because some people may be listening just because they're curious. Um, what what game? What this game actually is? Oh, what game is um, it? It's no, The Legend it's, of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. Yes, the Nintendo Switch. Um, and and like its predecessor, it is set in a open world Hyrule mm-hmm. where you can explore at your own will. Um, you can or against your will or against your yeah. will. No, it doesn't Far Cry Five you. Um, it doesn't force you into the story Um, really you can decide after doing the tutorial island to completely shirk any responsibility um, for better or worse and just go off and explore on your own it's true you will Um, eventually stumble into responsibility yes Uh, it'll be thrust upon you yes like all great heroes right Um, so and sometimes you'll see responsibilities that you didn't know were responsibilities. Um, <laughs> I have alerted to um, three different people that you help the guy hold up the signs. They were like, I just thought he was there as a like to tell so, me so that there's a president. And I'm like, no, you you put stuff underneath the sign. <laughs> so. <laughs> so I came across this guy like four times before I talked to oh, David about yeah. this. And every time, you know, you get the option to just be like, drop the sign. And he, <laughs> and he does. And he's like, he oh. freaks out. And I, you know, I you get a chuckle a little, a little and I leave. <laughs> and I'm talking to David last week. Um, Where, was and, it while you were watching the stream? No, no. I was, oh, okay. over, I was over here. And I was talking with you about it because I was just like, ah, isn't this funny? And David's like, you're supposed to help that man. Poor it's, Madison. It's, a, it's like a puzzle. It's a building uh, puzzle. 
And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I, cause like, you know, it, it, even in the last game, like Link had always had like snarky responses to some things mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. you know, is maybe not the most upstanding yeah, sure. guy. Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps. He can, so, you he know, can create havoc he, he for the sense of havoc. He can be a little mischievous yeah. sometimes. And so like I a short just, king. Yeah. And so I just kept going, drop the sign. And I'd laugh, walk away. And then David laid this truth bomb on me that yep. you're supposed to help him and he gives you stuff. He does. And I'm like, you oh, my God. Him. So I feel bad now. So I I have been streaming this game on my Twitch channel. Um, I've been posting about it on Facebook and stuff. Um, actually, thank you if you are – because a couple of people have been just watching and I've – pitch the i've you know i've told people about the show on there so that was cool if you are listening from that i appreciate it um but uh yeah like two people in real life besides forest and then a person or two in stream was like wait you're supposed to do and i'm like (laughs) did did you not see the side falling and think maybe Uh, i can help this guy no to be Um, fair his signs are terribly built. Yes. Sometimes they're a pole with a little tiny point at the bottom. There's no way he's going to put him up. He's trying his best. He is. He and just he, wants he, to impress the he president. He just wants to impress the president. President, what's his name? Something. Um, I can't remember. Uh, yeah, the, I couldn't the, tell you. Something. Hudson. President Hudson. Yes. Hudson, yes. Hudson Construction. Um, so, yeah, you you are... You're dropped into Hyrule, Fortnite style. Yeah, I was about to say literally dropped in. First, you're dropped in above Hyrule. Right. Because even though this is, as far as I can tell, it's mostly the same map. There are some very distinct changes in major areas um, and then tinier changes here and there. Um, But alongside that, there are these... uh, archipelagos in the sky of islands and the tutorial <laughs> area is one huge the great sky island and there's board cubes there's board cubes in the sky i haven't there gone are. to them yet yes i haven't um they're menacing and there are also a bunch of like cave systems um that you can go into which are fun and there are wells that you can jump down um and there is also a whole second map, which was, I honestly don't want to talk about it too much because I think it's the one thing that was definitely not in any of the trailers. Like De- Definitely no. not. It wasn't the first zero time, trailers. Um, the first time you go to it, it's like, whoa, yeah. this is really cool. This is really deep down. Yes. It's, <laughs> it's very reminiscent of the Elden Ring yes. moment. Yes, yes, yes. Um, which I, I think that's a good place to leave it. That way the person, you know, if you have that frame of reference, um, you have that. But other than that, um, there is some really cool stuff uh, below. <laughs> um, the what I can't remember exactly what I was going to say. I lost it. Um, mm. I, I've been really enjoying the game and the uh, dichotomy of height and explore like the differences of exploration and um i love that the map is different but also there seems to be 
at least as far as I've been, a level of maybe making things back to normal while you're doing stuff, which is kind of cool. I don't um, know. Uh, there is – you do a lot of um, – there are major events you can do that will affect the – so the the big dungeons they will affect the way you're able to explore different regions. Yeah. Right. Um so that is the biggest change is that there's dungeons yeah. in this not divine beasts. Well, um, they by dungeon dungeons I'm using like just a generic term. Right. They're called temples. Yeah. Um though functionally they are kind of they're they're very similar. One I I mean I've only done I was just finishing up the second one that I've done um, right before we got on. And um, the first one that I did is very much in the vein of what the Divine Beasts were. Um, not super complex or, like, very big structures, um, but not none of the kind of, like, maze-like quality that you remember from, like, pre- the, like the old, yeah. form, old version of 3D Zelda. Yeah. Um, the one I just said was more in that vein, which was good. Um, uh, so we'll see how how it goes. Because I was a bit like I enjoyed the first temple. Oh, uh, it's awesome! Yeah, it's a lot it, of fun. It's hilarious that the first one you did was the first one I ended up doing without even. Well, it's the the story kind of like it's the first one that like why don't you go here first because that's where we've we think. We've heard people say that's where Zelda is. Yeah. Um, it's interesting that, like, so I remember in Breath of the Wild, like, once you do the tutorial, you get the mission objective of defeat Ganon. And, right. it, and it gives you the objective marker in Hyrule. And you can, like, go and fight him immediately. We know they were very upfront about that. Um, apparently you can do that in this too. It just doesn't direct you there. Right. And I mean, I don't know like, where, I still know where, blatantly. where Ganondorf is. Yeah. Um, I, but instead the, the, like the main menu is like find Zelda. Um, so that's, that's kind of, you're not actually like, whereas in the last one you were going to the divine beasts in order to use their power to fight Ganon. And this one you're just like, okay, I just got to go figure out where Zelda is. Yeah. And along the way. You're finding a bunch of problems that only you can solve. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's really interesting the the difference there, and I wonder if that's because at least I know from some friends like people had a some people had a hard time with Breath of the Wild because of the kill Ganon, and then. And, then no, of, and no direction and outside no of direction. It. Which is interesting because there is sort of, in a way, less direction from the outset, but then it very quickly tells you a bunch of places right. that we have people here and here and here and here um, that need help, or you need to go figure out what's going on there. Yeah. yeah. And we have these teams set up that are doing this other stuff. And so it does, um, it gives you at the very beginning. Um, if you, this is assuming you don't avoid the the first town, which you reasonably could do. But why would, would you want to miss the best girl? You know, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> it is where Pura is. Um, and I'm sure there are people, even pe- probably people listening to this podcast, who after they jump off the tutorial island are like, I'm just gonna go walk around, and so they don't have the paraglider. Yeah, they don't have all these quest markers. They don't really know what's going on. Um, which you know. 
That is a way. But but you can, as long as you go to that first main town, it will be like, okay, here's a bunch of little pathways you can go on if you need that guidance and don't want to just run around aimlessly. Which I think it's you know it's it's an interesting difference, um, not giving you the like the end goal of the game, but giving you a bunch of sort of uh, different branches that you can go off on. Yeah. Yeah, and I I will say I kind of don't love that as much. That's the one thing. Like I, I kind of liked stumbling upon stuff to do in in Breath of the Wild. Yeah, and this definitely feels more in the. It's nowhere near as aggressive as Ubisoft or anything, but it's it it definitely has more of the. Here's a list of things that you can do. And that you, we would like and, you to do. Yeah, and here's where you can. I guess so, but that. I think part of it is, um, I think there's an expected like institutional knowledge of players coming from Breath of the Wild to be like, okay, I know that these are where the locations are that there are going to be things happening. Yeah, because it's like it's essentially the same four places. You have like the four main towns that you have to go visit. Um, and so I think that is part of it. Um, like there's sort of an expected, hey, you know, like you know what's going on here. We're just going to point those out from the beginning. Um, and I'm pretty sure, like I don't exactly remember the beginning of Breath of the Wild, but I I know, I I believe that it did give you the general idea of where the the divine beasts were. Yeah. So, but, And anyways, you could see them all from the overworld. And, like, from anywhere you were, you could look up and be like, oh, there's the giant flying bird. Yeah. There's the big lizard on top of the volcano. Even the, so, addressing that real quick, because I just beat it in time to pick up Tears of the Kingdom when it came out and jump right in. But, like, the opening of that game does give you four map dots of each like village to just make your way there. So I don't, I guess the thing is then I don't remember that. Yeah. And I feel like that's fine. Like I I have a much more immediate memory of it because it was my first time experiencing. I I feel like I came across everything organically in that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I genuinely wasn't going for the dots. Yeah. And it's really easy to turn that objective marker off quick. Like really quickly, because yeah. like you as you find someone and there's a new quest line and you have a new marker, um, and so it is. I think it does very fast. Like um, it, it just gets shuffled away into your menu. Yeah, and if you're um, not like in those menus, like cons- pretty consistently, and like looking at what your objectives are, then you could completely like like you did just come across things organically without that direction. But like it is there, right? And I, so, like, for me, playing Tears of the Kingdom, it just feels like more of the same. Like, I it, like I don't feel like there's any less direction or any more guidance. Yes, really. it, but I, I, it is presented in a different way, I think. Um, in a way that, for me, is, is, is more effective and, and kind of encouraging you to be like, to go do whatever. Um, and I would say also to interact with the... N- Things that are different in this new game, right? Compared to the previous one, um, that's what that's the thing I've been thinking about a lot. Is that I think th- uh, one of the ways, like this game, it works way like in a in a more engaging way than the previous one um, is the 
the abilities that you get at the beginning. So in the last in the last game, you were on the Great Plateau and you had the shrines that you went to that gave you your ice powers, your magnet powers, your bombs, and the um, the little time stop thing. What was it called? Where you could stasis stasis, where you could beat on something and and then it would go flying. Um, and those are all kind of they 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 were all useful. Um, and they were there was always different shrines and the divine beasts like required specific powers, um, but they like they were all sort of very niche in what their uses were um, outside of like the bombs, of course, um, all the time. Yeah. Um, this and this one instead of those you have you have ultra hand, which is an ability that you can just grab pretty much anything and stick it to anything else. Um, the, which is, it's sort of, it, it kind of takes the place of, I, I guess Magnesis, directly, I guess? more directly, it takes the place of Magnesis, which lets you, which let you grab only metal items, but you can grab anything. Yeah. Um, the second ability you get is to be able to fuse w- weapons with items, which, um, it's. Mitigates a lot of the issues that people had with the weapon destruction system. Yeah. yeah. And just um, running out of a right. weapon to use. Like yeah. now, if there's a twig on the ground and a rock next to it, you're kind of golden. Yeah. And if and if it's just a twig and you have a super powerful item in your inventory, yeah. then you have like a really powerful weapon out of nothing. And I think that's what people had a problem with is that when they found a good weapon... Like, they would end up not using it because they knew it was going to break. Can confirm. Um, whereas now it's just like, okay, I know I can go farm really powerful items from enemies and attach them to whatever I want. And 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 then it's just sort of a matter of taste of which style of weapon you like more. And yeah. the di- different base weapons have, like, different attributes that they add to them. So, so when you get powerful weapons, you don't use them? In Breath of the Wild, I finished that game with one of each of, like, the special, like, elemental blades, like the frost blade, the flame blade, and the, I think it was, like, an electric blade or something like that. I had, like, a bunch, like, each of the special weapons that you would get from completing a Divine Beast quest, um, like, from one of, like, the like not the guardians but like the people like in the town like whoever's running the thing like here you go here's a weapon that my right uncle yeah. used or whatever um i had each of those and i like did not touch them because i was it, yeah because the, they're the hardest one like they're the the most useful and they're also the hardest to find yeah and so you feel like i need to wait until i'm in an opportunity where i have to use this yes. So uh, I, I was like, I was like that too, but I also yeah. never really had an like I never understood the problem people had with weapon durability because I never felt like I had a problem with finding powerful weapons. Yeah. Right. Um. So it was never a big deal. But so that that's kind of they directly. That's wild though. I just used know, the heck yeah. out of everything. Uh, combat was a last resort for me in that game. Kind of, I was avoiding it almost as much as possible. So I needed to stock up on the big weapons in the event that it's I interesting. I find myself in this game handle. stocking up on weapons, but that's mainly because 
using arrows in in a bunch of oh. situations is just so much more effective, yeah, more efficient. Arrows are so hard yeah, to get. yeah, it's it's really easy to run out of them. Um, uh, I left the tutorial area with I think like ninety arrows, dude. I went from in one playthrough, one sitting, I had like two hundred and thirty, and then by the end of it, I had none, and I was like. <laughs> How is this possible? I'm jumping up in the air, holding the trigger to to trigger the slowdown. It's yeah. like, oh, you have no arrows. Have and then I just, like, fall onto the ground, <laughs> take damage. Like, like a fish. what the heck just happened? Oh, Jesus. Um, so that's and, – and then the other ability is um, – Ascend. Ascend, which just lets you <laughs> – if there's like a ceiling above you and it's not too high, you can just go through go it. through it and come out the wherever the top of that was. It's wonderful, but I it's easy for, to forget that you have so it. It's so easy to forget it, and it's led to multiple instances of me just like beating my head against the wall and getting frustrated. Like, how am I supposed to get up there or like get to the next part of like this? huge platforming thing in the sky to get up to a temple like what am i supposed to do next and then i kind of just sit there staring for like five minutes and i'm like wait a second i can ascend yeah then the the final ability you get in the in the tutorial island is rewind or recall i forget which lets you um rewind through an object's motion which seems like it would be niche like the previous ones were but it can like that. There's actually it, a lot of uses yeah, for it I outside think, of I the think, box thing. Right. I think the world is designed to use it more. Um, oh, like for there, sure. Like there are designated places where it like works intentionally. Um, there's you know there's always like um, just the 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 rocks falling from the sky that you can jump on and rewind back to their the island that they came from. Uh, but also because you can grab any item, move it anywhere. Uh, and then rewind its path. You can basically use it to get to places that you couldn't otherwise. So, what I'm what I'm trying to say for that with this is that the abilities that you get are they're they're a lot more general use, and um, they just they're they're just sort of a, a toolkit for you to use to explore rather than these specific things that were kind of mostly designed for specific shrines. Right. Uh, And so anywhere you go, of course, you don't have those specific abilities. Um, I think Recall uh, or the Stasis is probably the one that was, that is maybe the most missed just because of how fun it was to use. But it was never something that I used all that often in combat. Um I'm missing the bombs a lot. Yeah, like uh, infinite bombs. Infinite was bombs was was is a big one. Kind of, but there are bomb in flowers in this one, and I've read that there are bomb chews, but I have not come mm. across oh. those. Not, I haven't come across um, them either. That's scary. Um, so that is that is a loss. But again, there are so there are a bunch of items that can effectively do what bombs do when. And let's be honest, we're all using bombs as bomb arrows. Yeah, uh, of course. Very, there are times that I'm just throwing a bomb because I don't want to use an arrow. Um, but, there, but the good thing is there are so a bunch that, of items. That, that is one of the big things in this game, too. That we It's not an ability necessarily. Yeah, throwing items. But throwing yeah. items is a big deal because it hasn't really been done before. I mean, you could you could always like pick up something off the ground and throw it, but 
you can grab anything in your inventory, whether it be like a bright blossom seed so you can see. Or a piece or of a meat. Or a bomb or a piece of meat. Or a fire flower plant right. thing. I don't um, remember what you it's can, called. Right. Animal um, bones. Yeah. Exactly. You can use them and throw them uh, so that they do whatever they do in the world. Yeah. Attract animals, whatever. Um, I actually, I told my friend Joe today, you guys know him from the mid-roll. He was like, I was fighting this Talus the other day, and I had to use, like, all 50 of my arrows, and it was miserable. And I'm like, mm. Joe, why just didn't you bomb. just, no, why, why didn't you just use Recall on the big rock that it throws at you? I've never thought of it. What? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's what you do. You use recall on I'm it. I'm too busy running away from the rock so it doesn't pound me into oblivion. Yeah. But when you use so that's the thing, there's so many options. But when you though, use recall, the, the time yeah, it hits stops. Them. The time stops. So like it's easy to curse. It's funny over. that you were doing that. And I remember the other day you were at my house watching me play, and I did that on a like like that spit out a rock and I used it. To make the rock go back. Yeah, and that's hit. what made me think to use it's it on the tower. I have not thought to do that on any other enemy, honestly. <laughs> yeah, that's what made me think to do it on them. Uh, but that's good. all that is to say that the the suite of abilities in this is is so much more general, and I think the world is built a lot more on you being able to use them wherever you are. That, yeah. Um, there is it. It creates like. A, I guess like a, a greater sense of freedom maybe than Breath of the Wild, but I think I feel like there's more a there's a more cohesiveness to what Link can do with his surroundings and the items that he has, um, and I, which I think is like the the one main thing that I have found like in the up till now and in, in the few weeks that it's been out that is like because. Um, you saw the trailers like we knew this game was going to be good. Uh, just because of how good Breath of the Wild was and who was making it. Um, trailers come out and mostly showed that it's the same world, and so you're like, well, what are they going to do to differentiate this game? Um, and it's weird. Like, there have been places that I go that I know that I went in the previous one, and, you know, they're all slightly different. But because... Um, and, of course, they all have different things to do there, like different quests, but I think... Because when I approach, I can when I'm approaching whatever I'm doing because of these these abilities I have, uh, it it feels like I am more. There's more open to me to be able to do in any given situation, um, which is really kind of astounding. On the heels of a game that, like, when they were first um, advertising it they're like you know you see that mountain you can go there you can go there you can do whatever like that it was this huge jump of creative freedom in a zelda game that you know obviously blew the world away um and so it like it's it's crazy to me that they somehow took all of that and then with i mean they're not minor changes like this is they're they're very they're pretty massive yeah they're very huge but they don't on the one hand, they don't feel huge, but they do, like, really change up the way the game feels when you play it. Yeah. Um, it, and it, it's, a, um, it's amazing how everything fits together so smoothly, um, and it, it feels cohesive, um, especially in the building <laughs> aspects. 
you, uh, I was, I was listening to a podcast earlier and they were referencing, I would have to go and find the, I was listening to waypoint and they were referencing an interview with, um, uh, Onuma about the game. And did you know that this game has been finished for like a year? Yeah. So that's, that's they, the big, like, uh, the last week, the big quote that's been going around is how the game was finished and they delayed it specifically. Just to polish it. Yeah, to polish it, to make sure all of the physics worked. Love that. Well, and then you you think, oh, well, that seems a little silly. But then you realize how consistent and how good the physics are. On the Switch. On, on the Switch for every little yeah, every thing interaction of yeah. pieces. You can grab with the with the ultra hand um which still is kind of a weird name in my opinion apparently it is a callback to like a really yeah. old nintendo product which it is, is oh. fun which was basically like just a uh, a long distance grabber right uh <laughs> it, it, cool yeah it, just, it was like two little cups on the end of <laughs> of two uh extending rods that you could <laughs> grab things with which is really funny. Yeah. Because that's kind of what it is, honestly. Right. It's just like, I'm going to grab that over there with my Ultra hand. So it's not the hands of Ultraman. No. No. Massively um, popular tokusatsu hero. Nope. Um, although. Although. But it, uh, you you realize the, the consistency of how wheels work in different environments and how they slow down and the, the air and, like... Oh, and everything has physics. Right. And and everything works the way like it feels in the world it should work. Yeah. Right. Um cuz obviously the physics aren't the same as the real world. But once you once you like get a feel of how it like it's consistent across the whole game and yeah. generally when you expect something to have when you if you correctly build a mechanism that abides by the physics of the world when you and it will do what you expect it to happen, um, which is you know it's really good in a game that so much of it, especially the shrines and the and the the temples and stuff are built on uh, using manipulating those physics systems. Yeah, um, it's really yeah it's it's really it's amazing like how it it like you said it does just it just works. Um, and, like King Crimson, it just works. It just and works. It, and it doesn't work. I don't ever feel like the game is fighting against you, which also feels nice. Except for when you're trying to rotate things like, into the right orientation. Right. Yeah. But that's, <laughs> that's, that's not really that's the right, physics. Going, it's just kind uh, of like a fun puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a fun puzzle. Um, it's like there's, every little, every piece becomes its own Rubik's Cube when you're trying to figure out. How do I get this part yeah. to connect where I want it to? Um, the, but there's never a point where I, I something doesn't work right or something works and it works unintentionally where I'm like, God, this game. It's it's always like, uh, I I should have known better. Like, I yeah. could, like once you look at it, it's like, I should have known this was how it was going to go. Yeah, so like, that's what happened to me early on was that like, I was trying to experiment with the fans and kind of just like figure out how they worked. And I was making a bunch of things that I thought would work, but they just were not lifting off the ground at all. And I'm like, am I just completely misunderstanding how like this object operates? 
And I eventually started learning that I was missing pieces. Like, the rockets help a huge amount. Like, when you're trying to just, like, if you just have, like, a plank of wood and you're putting fans on it to try and lift it up, like, that's not going to do anything. Rockets or, like, a hot air balloon is, like. Or more fans. Yeah. Or more fans. (laughs) See, I tried that. You're going to have a lot of fans. (laughs) Yeah. I tried that, uh, and, like, it just wasn't working how I wanted to. But once you start learning these things, like you guys said, it becomes consistent. I wish you guys were watching my stream the other night where it was very obvious that the shrine wanted me to build a boat. And I no, sir. I was like, I could do that, but you also have given me the tools to do 20 planks of wood. Yes, build I, a bridge. I did that. So I'm I've going to build a very long bridge. <laughs> and I Will did it take it. a lot more time? Yes. Oh, it took too long, but I had fun. Yes. And uh. someone in the stream goes, Wait, the game is telling you to build a boat. And I'm like, yes, but I'm telling the game I'm I, going to build a bridge. And that's a great thing. <laughs> this wasn't a shrine, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I want to talk about the shrine design real quick. I think it is because it is so much more free form like that where you are just given like a problem and kind of told like, yeah, you could solve it this way, but like go crazy. You know, like I think that leads the shrines in this game to being a lot more challenging. And like I'm actually, they're both challenging and more and yeah. easier. Well, yeah, it's yeah. very weird how the freedom can cause you to overcomplicate things. Yeah, because yeah. in, in Breath of the Wild, I feel like like I wasn't like doing every single shrine, but I did a fair bit. Um, I kind of breezed through that game, unfortunately, um, to make it onto Tears of the Kingdom in time. But like a lot of those shrines just didn't challenge me too much like once i kind of got the the gist of like what the shrine was going for like early on i was like all right done but like this one i feel like i'm still coming across like just things that i would not have thought of and it's like forcing me to think outside the box yeah uh i i've really enjoyed the shrines a lot it that was another thing that i like i wondered if they were going to bring shrines back um it feels like there's less. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's hard yeah. to tell. It is um, hard to tell. I am curious, like, why the shrines changed, like, in the world? Like, lo- like story, okay. world-building-wise? Because, well, like, where are the others? Yeah. You the, know? All of, it's weird. All of the Sheikah tech that was pervasive throughout Breath of the Wild is it's just, just gone. gone. There's not really any uh, talk about it. Yeah. Um, Aside from like the Skyview Tower, still technically are using uh, like I guess, a, like I, I would say like an upgraded version of yeah. like the Shiga Slate Tower. Well, even like, sort of like the Shiga Slate is gone, and you've got the, the Pura pad. the Pura Pad. I mean, she's a Shiga. She's so a Shiga, so it is Shiga Tech. It's privatized she Shiga Tech. It. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's not ancient Shiga Tech. It's yeah. new Shiga yeah, Tech. Yeah, yeah. Um, and. I, I I have an issue that they're even called shrines in this game at all yeah. because they were just rocks that fell from the sky, and like there's a conversation that you can have with Robbie, uh, who's another uh, Sheikah dude in like in the the main the the, the central town where he's like, uh, I was the first one to uh, discover these, and I gave them the name shrines, and I was, and I'm like, why? There's just huge rocks that fell from the sky. Why are you calling them shrines? Yeah, they shouldn't be called shrines. Well, what would you call them then? I, they, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't because functionally they are the same as the previous yes, game. They shrines. are shrines, but he 
had no reason to think that. They were just big rocks. He didn't know that you could go inside them. Right. Because mm. the, the shrines, the Sheikah He's shrines. The Sheikah shrines were buildings. No, he definitely isn't. He's kind <laughs> of an idiot. I know. <laughs> but these are literally big stones that you use magic to open a, a portal in. They shouldn't be called shrines. They are shrines, but he shouldn't have called them that. Yeah, I agree with you. <laughs> but they are a lot of fun. I was, it, it, it's, I find that there are moments where they're, like, you'll find ones that are really sprawling, like they have just huge arenas that you get yeah. to move around in, and some that are just really tiny. It's like, here's one thing to do, and you're like, oh, this is great. And still sometimes I love it. it's it just like scratches a little itch. Um, and there are, there are ones that um, redo what, uh, what was the, the name of the, the island in Breath of the Wild where when you got to, you lost all your stuff. And oh. You, um, um, I actually just went there in this game the yeah. other day. Um, but they ha- there are these shrines, these challenge shrines where you go in and you lose all your equipment. And yes. there are a bunch of enemies that you have to figure out how to defeat using, yeah, using different stuff. Um, I had a lot of fun. And Eventide. Yeah, Eventide yes. Island, um, which is one of the, the coolest parts of Breath of the Wild when you, when you uh, got into it. I found one of those shrines the other day where it's just like, all right, you get to build a, a death tank and drive <laughs> around and kill all of them. Um, I really enjoyed the shrines. Uh, I had this thought the other day, man, I wish there was just, it would be cool if there was like, like how they're in Mario Party, you can just do mini game mode. It would be cool if there was a mode... <laughs> To just, like, go through the shrines. Because I think it would be fun for, to, like, it's something that I think a person who, if the whole Zelda experience of moving around and doing stuff is too much, I, they could still have fun with the shrines. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. Because they have very specific, like, they are all very good at, at you going in and it gives you an example of what the shrine is and then they get more and more complex. Um so yeah, that was that was a thought I had the other day. Man, I wish I could just like distill it down to this and show this to someone. Yeah. See how they do. Yeah. I agree. Um what's your favorite piece of armor you've found in the game so far? Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of armors and a lot of them are very specific uh to other games in Zelda, which is fun. I actually um, haven't really come across any outside of the ones in the shops at the towns. Uh, you gotta I get have like you gotta no get in money, those caves, so. man. I know. I well, so here's the problem. I keep going into caves and like either I run into a horrifying uh, just hand wave. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, or I like I just get into a cave with like some basic enemies. Like I keep finding the wrong caves. Well, and then I forget that ascend is a thing, you know. So I'm just down there, kind of like, what do I do? I my favorite so far is my weird S and M top. Yeah, that is has a lot of lights dangling from it, but nice. it's just a. A chain top. Yeah, that's a good boy. one. And apparently miners in the ancient past used to use it while they were mining. That's, that's hot. what they wore. It seems yeah. dangerous. There's it's not a lot of a skin protection. <laughs> yeah. B, uh, really hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. I found the other day, I was super hyped. I found this chest plate that is the armor of the Zeldas in... 
what was the game? Um, was it Spirit Tracks or the one before? But the DS game where Zelda, yeah, where she mm. went into that night body. Yeah, I found the the knight's like what? suit of armor. What? It looks so stupid on Link Dude. by itself yeah, of because it's it so. But I was so super hyped when I found it. Just the idea that I could be that guy. It's so weird. The uh, the uh, if you think about it, anything past surface level, yeah, the complications of right. this the, armor existing yes. in this <laughs> world. Um, um, and they all they all have like these descriptions that they like refer to a an ancient hero or something from time past. You're like, mm, I don't know. Mm, yeah, I'm gonna overlook that. Yeah, I'm not gonna think about cool. it too hard. Yeah, which is um, you know there is a the story in this game. There is a sort of at least the information I know. There is some of that going on in the world where it's just like I kind of have to not think about this. Because, like, there's the whole Sheikah thing. There's one, like, there have been times where I've wondered, is this actually the same world? Or yeah. is it, like, a parallel world where similar things have happened? Because it's really, there's very little reference to anything that happened in the previous game. Right. Um, and But there are people who know you because yes. they knew you in the previous game. Yes. But there are also people who don't know you who you would have interacted with yeah. in the previous game. And it's really it's really strange how I'll go up to – how, like, there will be a character that I recognize. Well, like Beetle, the merchant. Yeah. Like, I came out to him in this it's game, always, and he's like, hey, I, I don't know you, but here's what I do. And I'm like – Excuse okay, me, this sir. This kind of weird. We talked a lot. <laughs> we talked so much. How could you forget everything we went through? Yep. It's um. So it's there. It's it's weird. Like I I really wonder. Um. Obviously, there's no been no references to Age of Calamity, which is a shame. <laughs> yeah. Uh. That's really Expected, but a shame. Yeah. But, um. Yeah. I don't know. Overall, I'm I'm really high on the game. Um, we we also uh, it's unreasonable to expect that any of us will beat it within the next month. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think this it's is going to happen. Game. Yeah. I I plan on playing this game for a while. Yes, um, uh, but I, we do have one month until Final Fantasy. So yeah, so I'm going to be speak honest. for yourself. I've got like a week before Diablo Four. <laughs> so true. I may try like beating the main story within that time but like i definitely plan on spending a I, but what is the main story okay but that's what, fair what is the main story and i know that i can't do that yeah because i the yeah. moment i beat you the main to, story i will disengage with the game mm. yeah, that's that's yeah i i that is why like when i played breath of the wild i did like everything i could before i fought ganon exactly I um, did so much before I even came close. Yeah. I did so much before even doing my first Divine Beast. Yeah. And I I did a temple the other day just because I kind of stumbled upon it. And then Seth was like, it's actually really cool. And then I was like, okay, fine, I'll do it. Uh, and then I did it, and it was super cool. Yeah. So it was worth it. Yeah. It's – um, I, I don't know if I'll be – like I feel like – no matter how much I do, there's going to be stuff that so I was gonna right. you're missing yeah. by the time you get to the, like, if you play that way. Just because, like, I mean, the world itself is, like, at least, it's, it's like, more than two times as big. 
like if you consider all of like the right. the whole second map yeah. and all of this guy stuff. And I still haven't met the guys, the bubble guys. The bubble guys? Yeah, the, the guys, you know. Oh, the, the guys, who, yeah, the, the monster man who eats the bubble gems. Yeah, I still haven't met them. Don't know where they are. Yep. I was at. He's on the shore of some uh, river near a stable. Right, but like other people have been like, yeah, Hestu is here first. And then the other day I went to the town and Hestu was just yeah. at my town. Yeah. So I. The game just decided, hey, you need to be interacting with this guy. I'm like, sure that, like, because um, a bunch of stuff opens up, or at least in the main town, when you beat the first temple, like, a lot of stuff changes. Mm. Yes. So I, th- I think that's to be expected. So so maybe another a thing that, like, if you if you beat the second one, you'll have a, you'll be funneled into an interaction with him. Um, I don't know. That makes sense. Yeah, I haven't interacted with them yet. I have a decent amount of those things. He gives some cool items. I just finally figured out what to do with the weird flames I've been collecting in the Sega. You know, <laughs> like, uh, this game is full of things where I'm like, yeah, oh, it's now just like items that you get and it doesn't tell you what they're yeah, for. Yeah. And then eventually you stumble across it like, those like oh. glowing. <laughs> I, I don't even know. I don't even remember what they're called, but like there's like this, like a huge, like, um, axolotl type creature on like, yes, cable those are the bubbles. Down. Yeah, those, those are the, okay. the bubbles. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, it's B U B B U L. Yeah. But they also spit out bubbles. Yeah. Yeah. All of that. Yeah. It's, it's a really fun game. Uh, there's a lot to do. And it's, I've been having a blast. What's, yeah. your, what's your guys' preferred mode of travel in the game? You know, sometimes I will get a horse out and ride it. Um, the most fun method of travel is getting really high in the sky and then just jumping. <laughs> Fortnite dropping. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I'm doing that constantly. <laughs> it's it can, it can be hard to cover a lot of distance if, if you don't have a lot of stamina yeah. or if you aren't high enough. Um, but also building vehicles is fun. Um, I can't, I was in the Gerudo region and I found this just this big building with a huge ramp on it. And there is oh, man. a sled there and there's a fan and a rocket. And so I was just like, well, okay. I'm going to do it. And so like I just it. put them together and blasted myself off the ramp. It was really fun. <laughs> um, I like uh, the the skateboarding is also fun, too. The skateboarding? Well, like the, I know there's like the shield, shield surfing, surfing, basically. it's it, it feels a lot more in control in this game. Okay. Uh, especially if you attach some of the Zonai tech onto your, yeah. onto your shield. I had a hard time with it in the first yeah, one. Yeah, I never did it in the first one. Um, but it's, I think it, it wears down your shields a lot slower. Um, and especially if you attach like a sled or one of the things with wheels on it, you could, you could like yeah. legit skateboard. Um, that's a lot of fun. Ooh. Haven't done that yet. I'm going to do that. I, I did the same thing, uh, in this game that I did with Breath of the Wild and that I went to every <laughs> tower, uh, and unlock them. That's what I'm doing right and, now. And. So, um, I go to a ta- like, I basically am like, I'm going to explore this area of the map tonight. And I 
go to that tower and then blast off and <laughs> yes, see what sir. I can find. Yeah. It's good stuff. It's fun. Yeah. Though I think on foot is pretty much on the, foot's preferred. It's the most that I've used. For I sure. hate the yeah, horses. It's so probably much. not my my favorite. Every time I've had a horse, I usually just end up abandoning it. That's a shame. It they so they sad. just don't listen. It doesn't matter. Like <laughs> like I even have one that has max. Uh, what's the word that like friendship? loyalty, yeah. friendship, whatever fealty? I don't know. Like <laughs> um. Like it has maxed that and it still will just turn the wrong way. That's weird. Or like it will, <laughs> the moment it gets near a rock, it stops really hard and it's like, just go. Um, <laughs> They're not Skyrim horses. They can't just traverse anything. They yeah. are bad, bad horses. They're better. They feel more like a horse than like a, what's it called in Elden Ring? Yeah, Stormbringer. Yeah, whatever. they do. What? They feel like they move like horses. Yeah, uh, yeah, which so bad. Which does sort of. Yeah, the thing in Elden Ring felt like you were driving an electric scooter over the grass. <laughs> it didn't feel like an animal. It felt like a car. I love torrent. Oh, torrent, not Stormbringer. A fun He's way, a, boy. a fun uh, method of traversal I found is that you, if you use Ultra Hand to hold an item above you, you can just kind of walk up the side of a mountain. Uh, because it like negates any of the, the things of you, of you grabbing the cliffside. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's good to know. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't I'm know. If, I don't know out. if it's useful at all situations, but I have been able to save a few of the Koroks with it. Where it's just like, all right, oh, that's pretty this nice. guy wants to go up there. All right, I'm just all gonna right, grab him and walk. and walk straight into this <laughs> mountain, and you and I'm able to walk up the side. That's bonkers. Yep. <laughs> what a game! Yes, it is quite a game. Um. Yeah, uh, we're not going to give it a rating either. We're just enjoying it. Um, eventually down the road, maybe. Maybe in another two weeks when we have a better, clearer idea. Yeah. Um, and eventually we'll talk about spoilers depending on, uh, you know, how far we all get. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, you'll hear about Zelda more, <laughs> I'm sure. Um because even though there's other stuff I'm going to be playing and they are going to be playing it, that's going to be the main uh, focus for a little bit. Um, I think Diablo 4 comes out June 2nd. Yep. So I'm really excited for that. Um, but, I'm excited to see how this game ends up stacking up to all the other goatees that are coming out this yeah. year. There's it's like, definitely yeah. goatee up we'll, to this point. We'll, uh, yeah. It's, it definitely is. We'll, we'll get into that during the second half of the episode. Yeah. But, um, Nothing I I loved Jedi Survivor, um, except for the story, really. And um, here's the thing: nothing in Jedi Survivor inspired me to explore and do stuff as much as this game. And Jedi Survivor tried. The first planet you go to is like three times bigger yeah. than any planet you in were on game. in the first game, and it's because they want you to go and explore. And I'm like, I don't care i don't care i love I it <laughs> and it no i didn't love it and i i just kind of was like i'm gonna mainline this just get me through it i hate it um but you did also know that zelda was coming that too but i think the, that definitely could have influenced you i don't think it did so i'll i'll tell you why i i don't think it influenced me because getting through that world to the things that are interesting was miserable mm-hmm 
it was not fun to traverse the world to get to the things that were interesting. But there's wall running. Yeah, but <laughs> when you're in a giant open desert, there's you can't wall run. <laughs> where are the That's walls? Fair. Um, Man, imagine if there wall was wall running in this game where you could build walls anywhere. Oh, yeah. Um, it would be an inefficient yeah. way of moving, but it would be fun. You and, know? and I like Jedi Survivor. I think that some of, once again, you haven't gotten there yet, but the some of the story stuff really didn't work for me either. So it did, that didn't help by mm-hmm. the end either. Um, and the thing about this game is it shrouds the, the story in so much mystery. Like, Yeah, but this, it yeah. gives you, I will say, this is my last point about Tears of the Kingdom. Um, this game gives you so much more story context than Breath of it's the true, Wild yeah. does. Yeah. Yeah. The the cutscenes you get from the memories are like, Massive. oh, that's an actual lore chunk. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I feel like the memories you uncovered in Breath of the Wild were like, Super vague. Yeah. Way like, more vague. I like that a lot of them were like usually like personal, like emotional. Right. They were kind of more like, about the relationships between yeah. Zelda and, and the champions. But they're not stuff. big. Rather like, than like the story. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I, and it could be said that there isn't really a lot of story in Breath of the Wild. Um, and they're. And the same could be said in this one is that the story that you are playing through is you trying to find Zelda and eventually defeat the bad guy. But there is a lot more like crazy backstory that is that is handed out. Yeah. And I think it also helps that there are so many like the so many more friendly people inhabit the world that will talk to you and are also knowledgeable about um what is going on because society is starting to rebuild itself. Right. So that's um, the thing I really liked about like some of the connected tissue between Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom is that over the course of Breath of the Wild, like it, like everyone, like all the villages and stuff are like very insular for the most part. Mm-hmm. Like you'll come across a few travelers every now and again and like at stables and stuff and just like through the roads and the woods and stuff. But as like you go through that game you start seeing a lot more people about like different per, different people from other villages. Like you'll see Gerudo or like Gorons over at like like just you start seeing them around the world more yeah. as you go through the game. And I really like that about Breath of the Wild, and I really like in Tears of the Kingdom that like now <laughs> everyone kind of is yeah everyone like they're all in about- it together. Yeah, you know, and you can meet people in one part of the map and see them later on the other side of the map, yeah. and they'll talk about what happened when they first met you. It's it is pretty cool, and it does feel like a more, um, like more of a society in in the in Tears of the King. And once yeah. again, all of this is happening on the Nintendo Switch. Yeah. My never, we don't need to get, but like, I would love to see some initiative with making interesting games with interesting well thought out physics and stuff like this on more powerful consoles yeah but yeah and it's, it's so that was a lot of the discourse was that when the quote from Alnuma came out about how they spent all that time um a lot of people on a lot of the the Twitter game sphere were talking about imagine if other companies started using this like giving more focused and polished experiences rather than the largest experience possible yeah if they use their time in different ways like how what kind of games we could be getting 
So hopefully developers will take that from this, that, hey, you don't have to create a brand new world's biggest map ever every time you make a game. You know, maybe you can use Just the same map. interesting map. Sadly, Change it. Sadly, what people will, what they will take from it is building. That's what every... Yeah, we're, yeah. we're about to get a... Um, the Nuts and Bolts Renaissance, Yes, we're baby. about to get a bunch of new Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts to come out of this. Yes. Yep. Um, Immortals Nuts and Bolts Rising. <laughs> Coming soon from Ubisoft. Yeah. yeah, I wonder what even would be that. But, oh. um, Pretty soon they'll be adding building to Genshin Impact. Yeah, yeah, that too. Um, which, right. is, which is ironic after ever, after Fortnite finally got a got they got finally it. added no build mode. Yeah, it's coming back. This man, if building worked, <laughs> yeah, never mind. We that'd be if building worked in Fortnite like it does in that, it would be a much different game. Yeah. Um. But all right, with that, we'll be back after the break talking about the Sony showcase yes the summer of gaming begins the summer of gaming begins and that's a threat and a promise we'll be back (laughs) hi big joe here and i'm here to tell you to check out suplex the sticks on all social media platforms at at suplex the sticks links for the socials and the invite to our discord are in the show notes below Subscribe and review the show on your favorite podcatcher. And while you're at it, let your friends know about the podcast. It's the best way to help us grow our community. And with that, back to the show. And we're back. All right, let's let's talk about the beginning of E3 time. <laughs> but the Summer Games Fest. Uh, but... But not the Summer Games Fest. But it, but it, yeah. Not that's, affiliated. That's an, it is affiliated because the Summer Games Fest consumes mm. everything. <laughs> um, it's the Galactus of video game showcases. Uh, truly is. <laughs> um, so. PlayStation had a showcase today. Yes, it was. It's the first time in two years they've had. Uh, PlayStation Showcase. Really? I didn't know yeah. that. Um, they showed off stuff. A lot of a lot, it. Yeah, a lot, yeah. Including uh, headphones. Yeah, that was unexpected. And Although, they, uh, those Nintendo headphones Switch. had a cool case. Yeah. When that thing opened, I was like, mm. <laughs> it would be really dumb to buy a pair <laughs> of wireless earbuds because solely because of the case. Yeah. But it is but neat. Nice. We'll, we'll get into that because I have some thoughts on what the price will be, and we're going to get to that oh, yeah. uh, when we Definitely get to that be announcement. An AirPods range. <laughs> um, I think more. <laughs> um, I Trust me. I already have a bet on how much yeah. that Project Q is going to oh, be. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll talk about yeah. it. We'll talk about it. Um, but uh, first, let's talk uh, about uh, First, I want to say this. I thought this was really good. There was like... It had to have been like the first seven games that I was like, I want to play that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay, the first half sucked for me. Really? Uh, I thought it was really uh, good, like all throughout, aside the, from like a f- like two consecutive things here and there. Uh, the first half was rough, and then they showed Final Fantasy sixteen, and then they showed hmm. what was the order? Hold on, let me look at the order real quick on my my doc because I want to be show. So they showed. 
Final Fantasy oh, 16, yeah. and then Alan Wake 2, and then Assassin's Creed Mirage. And I was like, we're yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. We're back. Yeah, it was for me. This is for me. <laughs> We've done it. Uh, so we'll, we'll talk about it. Yes. Um, uh, first, they started off with a game that I <laughs> genuinely could not have been less interested in, and I'm sorry. Well, um, it was it technically like. It was so weird. They showed this. This so there's not the weird thing about this trailer is I don't feel like there's a whole. There's just vibes. It's not a. Yeah. There's not a whole lot to. I. I not the it's trailer. I mean, like trailer. the um, the whole showcase. I feel like there's not a whole. Like it was an hour long and it showed a lot, but it also feels like there's not a whole lot to really talk about because a lot of the trailers were just like cinematics. Yeah. Yeah. Cinematic conceptual stuff. Like we're not actually getting right. to analyze or deep dive into anything. Um and so it's tough to like for a lot of these we can really only sort of give vagaries about what the game may be. Uh right. because a lot of them are just sort of concepts like Forrest was saying. There's um, one that I guarantee you guys would not expect. I have the yeah. details on what a game it is and what type of game it is, and you would never have guessed. This was, and uh, this was a thing that I was reading afterward that people were um, bemoaning the lack of E3, specifically because of a thing like this, where all this is is just a bunch of trailers, and then like there's no feedback, like you don't get the time to speak to developers. There's no hands-ons. So yeah, in the past. Like after this, we would have heard a lot about how some of these games played, but from the show at, floor, right? But that's what I loved so, about E three season. So it's 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 weird to to talk, to talk about this just because like a bunch of these games were like, uh, it looks neat. Don't know what it is. Yeah, uh, and admittedly, a bunch of these games sat on that on the side of I I want to know more about this for me. Um, but again, it's who knows what the games actually are. The f- this first game, it looked like I, I thought it was weird because it was probably the shortest trailer, and it was also before they like went into the. Oh no, dude! That cat adventure game was the shortest trailer. That was like tw- twenty seconds yeah. at the most. Uh, that one also probably looked the worst. Um, <laughs> but it was like I thought it was funny how they put it before they actually brought up the big title screen. Yeah, it's yeah. like this is. It's like, it's like the, the weird things that they do uh, at like like a movie theater, like like before the trailers start. Like right, that it's this little tidbit preview tidbit thing. of this one. It's like why so. It's especially here? weird that they did that because this is one of three exclusive games in this showcase. It's really funny. That's funny. Um, <laughs> I will say this looked like the sort of futuristic. I thought it was payday three at first, it's but then it, but then it was a lot it more is just payday. futuristic looking in the like tech that they have. Right, um, but. but but that but, is what it is. Yeah, it, it looked is, like it was uh, like. It's not the same studio, is it? No. no. Okay. What was it called? Something it's Fair called Games Fair with a dollar sign. Yes, and it seems to be about uh, rival squads of thieves trying to heist uh, places at the same time, which billionaires. Uh, yes, it finally it made me think of John the John Wick world. I was like, yeah. so is this a world where everyone is just a thief? Then they're Seems, constantly yeah. stealing from billionaires. What are the rules of this place? Yeah. If you steal too much, do you get stolen from? Like in how in John Wick, everyone, and maybe, everyone and maybe is an assassin is, and yeah. they can just kill each other at will. And maybe it is a Gambit style Except game John Wick. where like yeah. the more you steal, the more. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe you get, I don't know. I, it interested me in the same way that payday interests me, but I never play it. Yeah. We'll see. I, 
It didn't do too much for me. Yeah. But it, it did only... remind me of Brink. Yeah. Yes. Oh, man. I was trying to remember the name of that game earlier, and I was like, man, this feels like the time. <laughs> it feels <laughs> if, like If only Brink. Brink could come back. Um, then uh, a game that is for me. I, I was glad to get this. Um, they It was a trailer. At first, I thought it was. So if you remember from the Game Awards, they announced a... Uh, Starship Troopers PC game. Yeah, um, yeah, it would have made sense of that. And that game is in early release right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's not on any consoles, but it's on PC and early release. But so this is not that. It looked not like that. it because they it were look- talked about how patriotic they were. Yeah, Hell Divers killed things. Hell Divers is very Starship Troopers flavored. Yeah, and that's okay. Because maybe some more things should be Starship Troopers flavored. <laughs> yeah. I almost um, thought this was like a weird EDF spinoff. Okay. That also kind of works. <laughs> I thought it was but, Fallout at first. That, okay. Yeah. I can um, see that. But that's but, just specifically aesthetically. Yeah. Right. Um, but it's Helldivers 2, which is now a third-person co-op shooter. Yeah. I made the first, shoulder. The first one was top-down. Top it's, um, it's a big shift. You should play it. So here's the thing. First one was fun. We also should play the first one together because it is a top-down shooter where uh, friendly fire is on. Oh, God. So you I'd have be, to be I'd careful. I'd be getting so mm-hmm. tilted. It's very fun. Me, Seth, and Chris played it one night, and it was very fun. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, uh, I'm definitely interested in this one. Uh, it reminds me of like the jump from... Like Risk of Rain did the was, same so thing. Say when they went down. from one to two, one was like a... Pixel side scrolling game, and then the the second one was full 3D and is uh, a lot better for it. Um, not a lot better than the first one, but it is better for being in 3D. Right. Uh, so I think yeah, yeah, this this looked fun. I'm excited for it. Uh, it looks yeah. neat. It's coming this year, uh, which is great. Um, and it is. It's not exclusive to PS5. It's coming to PC also. Um, the one after it was the game that's an SEO nightmare. Uh, Immortals of Avium. Immortals of Avium. We all know the franchise. We all love Avium. We all know a lot about what's happening. Yes. We all Avium. know who that white guy was with his weird arm. Yeah. Um, Dude, every time... Look, this, this gave me major um, vibes of... What is that game that I haven't played that Square Enix made? With the snarky girl who's in the Forspoken. fantasy world. Forspoken. It so, has major Forspoken vibes, but it seems to be a first-person shooter with... Yeah. Crazy effects. They wanted to basically make like a Call of Duty level thing, but with magic instead of right. Yeah. It looks like look, cool idea. This, this one also was like, yeah, that looks cool. Every time the I, characters kind of seem like I will not like them, but yeah. the gameplay it looks it looks so, gnarly. Everything I've heard in podcasts is that they do not shut up ever. Yeah. Oh, they don't. They, it does not seem turn like the they voice do. volume all the way down. <laughs> but every time I see a showcase of this game. I think it looks so almost bad. Like, yeah. And not even in the sense that, like, I don't think the game itself is going to be bad, but I just don't think it's being shown off at, like, the best yeah, state yeah. that it could be. Like, something about it just doesn't look or feel right to me. And, like, I think I would much rather just play a demo of the game instead of seeing it shown yes. to me. Yeah. Of I course. didn't know this had been shown before. This was the first yeah, time I've yeah. seen it or heard I, about it. I've seen it like three times at this point. And each time I'm still just like, ah, mm. something's not clicking. And there's there's been there's been things where like outlets have had 
footage from when they tried and stuff like Interesting. that. Um, I got I got more of the the set, like the it reminded me more of like Doom than it does Call of Duty. Yeah, like it's, it's Doom with magic. Yeah, um, which with is weird. Magic. I'm not like a huge Doom fan, right? But I was I was into this. I tried. outside of all the talking. I really tried to be into Doom. That didn't work. I I did. I wanted to. Um, I'm not. I'm too old now. Yeah. It's too fast. Um, <laughs> you know my feelings. Yeah. <laughs> um, five hundred five games revealed Ghost Runner two. Nice. Very cool. I don't know. I didn't anything know about Ghost if this Runner had 1. been revealed before or just had been hinted at. But I felt like people knew this was coming. Um, everyone said Ghost Runner one was really good, but I was always hesitant. I want to play it. But it's supposed to be really short, which is kind of the thing that prevented me from mm. being willing to put down the money for it. So yeah. I, I wonder how long this one will be. Um, but, I mean, the 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 stuff they showed looks cool. You, like, like lasso off of a motorcycle? Yeah, it's all, yeah. it's all crazy. Like, it's it's basically speed running the game. Like, it's all parkour and It's like uh, it's first person Katana and, Zero. Yeah, kind of. So this, yeah, this is another one. Like, okay, I might when this comes out, I might like see how what what, what people say about it, and I might uh, give it a shot. Give it a shot. Yeah. And who knows if any of the stuff shown in the showcase may eventually end up on the Sony version of Game Pass? Like this, it's true. They yeah. have their own thing. I accidentally paid for another year of it, <laughs> so it, I've got it. That yeah. happens. They need to put games on it for me. Um, uh, the next one was a game that uh, I'm gonna be honest. This game looked really cool, and I know it was for I know it's for Seth. Oh yeah, you it was so cool. me in all the, those spots. The yeah, other dude. problem is that I feel like everything in this game could have, in the context of the game with UI, is probably like a quick time event. Like I yeah, it's like, really weird watching it yeah. to to figure out how it controls. Like it felt like it's a quick time event fighting game. I don't know. I hope it's not that for everyone's sake, but it, I don't know. It seemed like it was moving too fast and moving around so wildly that I don't know. It couldn't be anything but. Right. I don't know if you're actually controlling that. And if so, how much are you actually controlling? That's fair. Um, Still, I just, man, even if it does control like that, I think I'm going to be okay. I think it looks too cool for me not to want to play it. Even if it is just quick time. Event. We should say the game is Phantom Blade Zero. Phantom Blade Zero, yes. Ah, yes. Uh, implying at some point there was a Phantom Blade One, maybe, but there hasn't been. So well, it's just it zero. looks like there was. Um, oh, has there been another Phantom Blade? Um, there was a game called Phantom Blade Executioners, but I don't Ooh. know that it was uh, the same company. I I just I googled it and on. Um, the on Sony's blog, there's a a post about. It. I guess it seems like a cool thing. It, it started out as a game that the maker made on RPG Maker in 2010 called Rainblood. Um, the, the game maker then returned to China to and founded a um a studio. Uh, Rainblood grew into a whole franchise and picked up the name Phantom Blade. And I guess this is sort of a spiritual reimagining of his original 
RPG maker game of Rainblood as See, this a big is budget so, action RPG. This is so weird that there's these games that like look really pretty and cool in trailers that mm-hmm. get put in these showcases and then we never really hear yeah. about them again and this feels like one of them. Yeah. Like uh What's that one game that Microsoft showed like two, three years ago? It's the uh, one that's like a first person shooter. It had a DeLorean and, uh, in it. Something um, like Bright Infinite. Bright, bright Memory bright and memory Infinite. Infinite. Yeah. That game looks super cool. I have never seen it again. I don't know if it looks at all like that. Yeah. Um, that game could be Vaporware for all I know, and it doesn't <laughs> actually exist. Yep. Um, it reminded me the the gameplay reminded me a lot of the 3D Ninja Gaiden games. Yeah. Right. Oh man! Um, it does seem like it's a Souls like, uh, which wasn't like clear. It it if it was more the trailer didn't make it clear if it was that or if it was more in the line of like a Devil May Cry type of thing. I yeah. So when I was watching, I was thinking it would be kind of cool if it was more in the vein of Metal Gear Rising. Mm. Um, Revengeance. Revengeance. That's a good game. I think you've Man. just been aching for one of those. Again. Yes, I have. <laughs> you have mentioned that I, w- game. I want one with a good story. I yeah. haven't had one of those since DMC5. Right. Um, one day. See, I, I guess, I don't know how this makes me feel. The The studio who had done this had been making mobile games. So mm. you never know. I mean, they got to break looked, away at some point. You know? but that's Look, like it looked really bright, cool. But that's like the Bright Memory Infinite thing where it's like two people made this yeah. game. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how? Yeah. <laughs> it seems like this is an actual studio Listen, who has been at, making games, just not games like you this. You look at a game like yeah. Signalis and you find out two people made that. You're like, okay, that makes sense. Well, yeah, like two but people like, made Hollow Knight. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so there there are good instances, but also there's not really many examples of like big full on like 3D heavy right. action, like things like this. That I think are a good example of like it's yeah. such a small. It's a very like cool that. looking trailer. Um, the blog post they referred to the art style as kung fu punk. Yeah, <laughs> and it's got very much like wuxia uh, films uh, in it. So I'm so down for this. Yeah, like it remains to be seen what this game is, but it it definitely hit all of the spots for me. And I'm like, yep, yep, I'm getting that. Yeah, yeah I know. I'm inject that into my veins, <laughs> right? Uh, um, next was Sword of the Sea, which is the next game from, um, Journey and the Forgotten Path or Abs- Pathless, Pathless, the Pathless. Mm. Um, this so looked cool. Yeah. It did look cool. It was a guy skateboarding on a floating sword. Sandboarding so on a sword. Yeah. Sorting. But he's not really on the sand. He's floating above it. Yeah. Sorting. Floating. Sand. Float sorting. Board. Uh, and turning sand into water. Uh, it's really cool. It was cool looking. I saw the first shot of this trailer, and I immediately like just had that gut hit of like, oh, I think this is the Journey yeah. guy. And got, I was it, absolutely it, right. Yes, it's very much in that art style. Oh, and yeah. the, the, the player, player character has a flaming head. I mean, what me. more do you need? Yeah, it looked really cool. Li- at one point, it literally um, was in a half pipe. And it, it made me want to go. I I never played Pathless. I always wanted to. It's on Apple Arcade, so I'm going to go play it. Because yep. um, I'm not going to spend money on it if yep. I can get it for free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Fair. Yeah. Um, next, I don't know. Neither of you played this, I don't think. Nope. Uh, I actually I purchased though. this game, and I have it on Steam. <laughs> 
I purchased it a long time ago. <laughs> okay. Never played it. Talos Principle 2. It's um, all about robots and their humanity. Yep. That's cool. Um, I probably have an existential crisis. Yeah. I think uh, it's like um it's like an open world puzzler type mm-hmm. game. I'll tell you my wife is going to be very excited. She loved the game Gree mm-hmm. uh and she played the heck out of it. Uh, and then she that. was very sad when it ended because it was short also. Mm-hmm. Um, but this new game called Neva is mm-hmm. by the same, same developer. And, and, it, and it looks very sad. It yep. looks very sad, but also looks I had to kind like of, it's right up her alley. So yeah. I was at work when this showcase was going on. And during this trailer, like I, I knew myself. If I was like full on watching, I would have been like emotional. I, I would have been very emotional. Sad, so I had to like, kind of like focus on my work for motherly wolf figure that gets killed by shadows and turns into a tree yeah but then gets kind of reborn yeah as a tree tree. she's dead yeah she's a tree yeah um but it looks really cool baby looks really cool um and i'm excited it again uh, no idea what the gameplay is it'll probably be uh to a, a side scroller yeah uh, like it, it, it very much has the same look of what Gree did, so I would imagine it's going to be kind of that right. sort of light Metroidvania action in it. Yes, uh, and then emotional and visual whiplash. We got to see Cat Quest, Cat Quest Pirates of the Per Peridian. I so the one thing I have to say about this trailer is it begins with this, with this cat. <laughs> Like floating into a dock as their ship their ship is sinking, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that was in Pirates of the Caribbean." I yes. they did that on purpose. And then the title is Cat Quest Two: Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, it's not a great looking game. No, no. I like the it art direction, like, but it, like, really, I hate it. It looks to me really, like a flash. It game. It looks like a flash game from huh. the mobile from the. From browser times, maybe I wasn't paying well, attention I, enough. I, I, don't know. I think it, it looks more like early like iPhone game era. Mm. Um, yeah. But there's a lot of these games that are 2D but have this sort of sort of HD Picture aesthetic book. that never looks good to me. Yeah, uh, and this this has that. This is join the list. Yeah, uh, let's talk about plagiarism. Oh boy, <laughs> straight it's up a, just it's important copy. that. So I let me. Say we're about this this game we're about to talk about. It started off showing that it was Square Enix. So I was like, mm, yeah, okay, I, and, and then, then it was big this. Gun. It was yeah, this weird, spooky world, and this guy with this huge gold cape and a Gatling gun. I was like, I was like, okay, no? yeah, I was like, okay. this is exciting. And then they cut to this anime girl, K-pop, with, with pink hair. I was like, mm, I don't know about this. <laughs> and then the game turned into Splatoon. Except instead of paint, it's like it's foam, foam. and it, and it, it just changed. looks like cotton candy. So the one thing this game has going for it, I want to like, I don't want to just be a dump fest on this game. Uh, a, it's a dead game out the gate. Yeah, but, it's, it's not. Um, but B, the one thing it does have going for it is that the foam changes the elevation yeah, it's of the physical. Level. Yeah, so you can. And I did think that was that was interesting. That like, is neat. There is like. A person surfboarding on on the foam that, like, who knows what the point, what the goal of the game is? It seems to be that it's just like Splatoon, and you're spraying foam turf everywhere, wars. yeah, like a turf war. Uh, and who knows? There are a bunch of individual characters. They'll probably have you know their own hero abilities. But you watch the trailer; it looked like it was just Splatoon. 
Uh, but shooting out 3D foam rather than flat ink. Yeah. And, uh, and I K-pop. think it's, I think that's pretty lame. I think it looks bad. <laughs> I think it looks really bad. Um, I guess the idea here is that the pro- Spl- Splatoon is only on Nintendo, so maybe there is a market for people on other consoles who who will want to, a game like that, but I just, I don't like I said, so. I don't see, th- like this, there are so many hero shooters that come out that are DOA, um, and nothing about this aesthetically pops out to make someone like, ooh, that looks cool, because even visually, it it fits in among the crowd of, of just looking samey uh, to all these other hero shooters outside of the, the foam aspect. I don't know. It's it's just... It's, it's the same game. I just don't know how this goes through. <laughs> like, how does this get made? Uh, the sad thing is uh, it's probably going to be associated with NFTs. Because Square Enix is really doubling That's down. That's true. On that. Oh, that could be so, one of the characters are. Yeah, but you're really gonna oh, be. Oh Yeah, have a tech bro character that um, just won't shut up. That's the, all. Yeah. The next trailer was the Plucky Squire. Yeah, which we've, Goody. we've talked about this game before, so we don't need to get into it. But it's, I would, But coming off of off of the last game, and there are other games in this showcase that also have. That also like fit into this. Okay, this looks the same as every other game in this genre. Um, the Plucky Squire, meanwhile, while very obviously be like evoking the style of two D Zelda, like using that creates its own unique aesthetic from that. Yes. Yeah, and it's like, hey, look, a game with actual like intentional art direction. This yes. is this a crumb. I it just love like it. my kingdom. It immediately for, pops for out art. among all of the other ones, um, and it's just like, man. I guess it's easier to make games. <laughs> like, obviously, making games is hard. So it's probably when games don't have to look different from each other, right. it's probably easier to make them. Yeah. Um, but like when you have something like this, it's very clear that like passion is right. absolutely there. It is bleeding out the gills. And like this also, this ties into what we're talking about Tears of the Kingdom. Like, you know, people want to say it looks like a, a PS2 game, but it has a distinct visual style that looks good. And rather than it, you know, pulling a Immortals Phoenix Rising and just being kind of the blandest looking game ever. Yeah. Um... Or any number of the games. And I would know. Showcase. I spent like 50 yeah. hours with that game. Yeah. I liked it, but yeah, it was but boring. Yeah, but it just like... Like, obviously graphics aren't everything, but making a game look unique... And graphics yeah. is different than art design. Right. Absolutely. Right. That's something I've really like... But the problem is there are so many of these games that have really high graphical fidelity, but right. they look like 20 other games on the market. Yeah. And it's like... I. I so, hate hyper realism so, at this point. Another game that we're, very few instances. But uh, but uh, yeah, there's that. Uh, but there's another game that's on this list, Grand Blue Grand Blue Fantasy. Yeah, which I think is a game I probably would really enjoy the gameplay of. But it, immediately, it's like this looks like every other 3D anime RPG that yeah. it, I thought it was a Tales of game. right. There were like I was like there was like Xenoblade. three games that looked exactly the same. Yes, yeah. Thing. And so I was just like, I'm not 
I'm not going to play this because there's nothing about it that pulls me into the world. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, it's, it's, it's tough because I bet like a bunch of these games are going to be good and I'm just not interested in them. In them. Yep. Um, Teardown is a victim of this for me. The moment a game is blocky looking. So I, this there looks was so, I, speaking of plagiarism again, this just looks so much like Minecraft. I think, I actually don't think it looks like Minecraft. I don't think it looks no, like those, Minecraft. Those either. blocks in the, like the way things so, are moving felt so well, one to one to me. It's, it's hard to say plagiarism because all games that are that use this sort of voxel based right. system have that look because they are like chunky pixels basically. Yeah. Uh but there was a funny moment when I was watching this trailer that it's weird cuz they show a lot of zoomed out structures and they look a lot more high definition than than they actually are like up close mm. which I thought was neat but there was this moment in the beginning of the trailer where it's like going by like and i was like that looks really why is it why does it look so it looks like a play, ps1 game why does it look like that on playstation 5 and that's because you know it's it's intentionally chunky and it's got yeah. these voxel physics um i think i remember when this game was revealed we talked about it and i think it might it might have been at like the Game Awards when we went and saw it in theaters, I don't know, but I <laughs> I know this has been revealed before and it looks neat. Out, but the but yeah, the the sort of Minecrafty lookingness of it is it's just like ugh. It's, yeah. I got I, I understand why they do it specifically for a game like this, which seems to be about destroying stuff. Um, it's easier to get away with stuff, right? And everything. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't have anything constructive for right. it. No. Nope. Um, I just let Forrest talk about yeah. the next one. I have no clue. Metal Gear Solid Three Remake, baby. Metal. Ge- okay, but well, let's Which talk about this title. Metal Gear Solid Delta. Delta is Snake it? You think it's Delta? So when it's, I saw it's it, either. So when I saw it during the showcase, I was like, Metal Gear Solid. Try yeah, that was the other thought I had. Angle? It's a remake of Metal Gear Solid Three Snake Eater, but instead of three, the best. There's a triangle. Yeah. And well, base I don't. Times height. One half. That's base true. Times we height. do know that. Mm. Thanks to <laughs> the orange. <theater. laughs> um, yeah. Remake of Snake Eater Forest. Take it away. I th- so this was probably the, the biggest. <laughs> before you take it away, I want to say up till this point, this was probably the biggest hype moment. I that, and I was like, wow, this must be their big thing for this, like the big reveal. Yeah, and, and then it. And then it, it ramps up. There was more. <laughs> um, I, I'm, I, of course, I'm stoked for this. I've been wanting a Snake Eater remake since Phantom Pain came out, and I was like, oh, the Fox Engine is pretty good and could do some cool things like physics wise and make that game uh, fun for people that are fuddy duddies and don't want to play the original. Um, also, I just think Snake Eater is the best in the series. Um, definitely the least complex, I would say. For for good, um, yeah, that can be a good thing. But yeah, um, so this remake got announced. It looks so. This is one of it's the just, few it's examples. A, yeah, it's a CG trailer. Yeah, it's, it's a, a CG trailer, and it's literally just close ups of animals eating each other. Yeah, which I thought I mean, it was, I'm pretty at the beginning. I thought it was like, is this Jurassic Park? Because they zoomed through like an electric I, yeah. fence, and I was like, what it, is like this? like. So, like, they're zooming through, like, all these different, like, scenes and stuff, and I couldn't tell what it was until it, like, 
zoomed in on this dude's face as he was like rising up or like just yeah. laying down in like this like muddy swamp. Sort it's of a thing. cool moment in the trailer so when you're like, cool. oh, that's what that is. And that's like, oh, snake, that's dude. what this is. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so like the trailer was like, as I said, just like CG conceptual stuff. Like, it, not, not much was really. <laughs> They're really even conceptual stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was animals eating each yeah. other. But um, Konami put out some screenshots and Ooh, I didn't see yes, that. and they are straight up just like the opening area of the game in Salino Yarsk um, during the Virtuous mission. And it, like, this is one of the few cases where I think photorealism is going to be so yes. good. Yes. Like, it I, can work. I'm, popped, I'm pumped for this. Uh, I feel like it has to be, like, ridiculous at this point for it to be noticeable. Yeah. Um, and I think this is definitely... Sony and their first-party games... This is not. I don't think it's technically first party. No, it this is, is going to be on Xbox and uh, but this is, PC but as well. Certainly, Metal Gear has always been at the forefront of pushing the how realistic Snake can look in these yeah. games. Yeah, which uh, I, so I imagine this is going to be a, just like a wild looking game. Yeah, which it's also wild that this is going to be on Xbox and stuff because. Mm-hmm. The rumor was that Blue Point was working on this. Yeah. Mm. It was a joint effort, and that does not seem to be the case. Yeah. So, so the rumor mill was like back and forth for a long time is that one Blue Point was working on it, but also it was either going to be an MGS3 remake or MGS1. And it was always kind of back and forth. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, now we finally have our answer, and it's not going to be exclusive. Like, hmm. I don't know, the the Mo- doors almost like feel kind 90, of wide open. 90% of the games in this thing are coming to multiple. Yeah, we will. Yeah. So we'll talk about that. But, yeah, it does it does turn out that a bunch of these. This was a summer uh, games fest yeah. <laughs> on a level. Yeah. Which is cool. I mean, fine. I'm, I'm all about it. One second. Getting back to the photorealism. In the, the Helldivers trailer, it opens up with, like, this guy talking. Um, and he's he is computer generated there but there are moments where his face looks really realistic yeah and i i at the end of it when they finally got in the game i was like why didn't you just get a person to do this this would be much funnier with an actual person i thought it was a person no it's not for a quick second i did yeah i started like like, there are moments where his like especially his face he moves really realistically i was i was doing like i was working so this was like this was on my second monitor. Yeah, but it's just like monitor. it seems like it would monitors. be it'd be a lot less work, and it, it just would, have and it would work better in the trailer if it was just a dude doing this. Uh, but yeah, that's neither here nor there because it was still a pretty good trailer. Yeah. Um, next was Towers of uh, Gazba. So I love Breath of the Wild. Yes, this is just like ultra high def, realistic Breath of the Wild, but uh, you know, with fantasy. That's all animals. I have to say about it. Um, I mean, they they were, went very heavy on the paraglider, yeah. jumping off and then pulling out a glider and building um, your own town. Yeah, so like, I mean, it, it looked neat. Um, it seemed I'm to be very like um, Pacific Islander kind of. Uh, yeah. I really, I really like the aesthetic for yeah, it. It feels, feels kind of rude to, you know, like take a whole area of the world and, and, and kind of just simplify it down into to that one aesthetic. But I don't really know another way 
to uh, describe it. Yeah. Um, but that's obviously what they're doing. Yeah. So it's, you know. Yes. It may sound bad, but you are pointing out what they are doing. Yeah. But, uh, like, sorry, my phone fell on the floor. I'm sure they're, they are going for, like, a very specific, um, uh, like, peoples who, that this is kind of based on their uh, lore and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. But I just don't know it. And so it just feels kind of it feels kind of rude to reduce that to like the whole yeah, yeah you know this the generalization right. the way things look in the Pacific Islands. Uh, I want to make a quick note of like I mean we already talked about foam stars the Splatoon like of Sony's, but also like I, I realized this back um, when the PS5 launched with like Sackboy Adventure of this generation. Sony really seems to be trying to be like we need our version yeah. of this Nintendo property or title. Um, yeah. And, I mean, sometimes it works out, I guess. Sometimes maybe not so much. Yeah. I, I hope this is more on the more... I hope this game is more on the positive side of yeah. it. Um, but, like, that it just doesn't try to copy Breath of the Wild one-to-one, but, like, actually understand why it works yes. and maybe try its own thing on that. Like... Like, I mean, now that I finally played Breath of the Wild and, you know, thinking back to Elden Ring last year, like, I can see a lot of direct comparisons from one to the other and why, and, like, Elden Ring understood why certain aspects of that stuff worked and then made it fit within the context of yeah. the Dark Souls, like, style of gameplay. I'm hoping this game can do something yeah. similar. Yeah. There's not a whole lot to go on. The gameplay in the trailer mostly consisted of the character flying Paragon. around. Yeah. And then there Quick, was like some, one second shots. Yeah, and then there was you know a lot of cinematic uh, shots of the the cool looking world, and yeah. there was a big talking turtle who seemed to dislike you. Yeah, uh, that's okay. and and you're building a town. Big, Relatable. Big talking turtles are allowed to dislike people. Yeah. Um. Next was Final Fantasy 16. Yes. You don't need to sell me again. Yeah, once Square again, yeah. looks really cool. <laughs> don't need to sell me on it anymore. Right. It was just. Um, just some new new stuff, new cinematic stuff, basically. Yep. And then the trailer. Oh boy, this I one hoping. I was I was grinning ear from ear. Two from ear to contenders ear. in a row. Uh, yes, we have Alan Wake two. Um, it was amazing. So this was spoiled a little bit. Yeah. Earlier in the week. Oh. Um. Not for me. Speak, yeah, speak for yourself. Um, <laughs> the voice actor for Alan Wake was on an interview, and he just kind of blurted out in the interview, yeah, this is my latest project. It's it's coming out in October. Oh, so he gave and, away the... Uh, and so on out. Twitter, people have been like, wait, is this enough? Because so, voice actors mm. have done this before, yeah. and they've been wrong. Yeah. Because voice actors don't know everything. They, I'm sure they are given timelines, but they don't know everything. Yeah. And so, like, everyone's like, wait, October seems kind of soon. Because the first trailer we saw was at the Game Awards last yeah, year. Yeah, and it was very conceptual. Yes. Um, seemed like it was very far out. Right. And so um, now we've got the game. Yeah. A full game. Yes, sir. And October. it looks it looks very wild. <laughs> it, it, it opens up in... Oh, this case, this trailer is so very Alan Wake yes, with Alan narrating things that are happening and just oh, all perfect. of the kind of 
nonsensical stuff about how he's trapped. Um, and then we see new characters who have come to Bright Falls. Do you know investigating her name? something? No, her name is Saga, <laughs> 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 which is oh, that's wonderful. It's wonderful. Uh, uh, we saw, but it was so cool. We saw her creeping through the woods, pulling out the flashlight. Um, obviously, I don't think. I really hope it's not the same kind of darkness enemies that. Um, and they did say this was going to be like a survival game, uh, so I wonder how that's going to fit in. And they did show like glimpses of a of a bigger, like really big, really trippy looking world. Um, this is a great trailer. I'm so excited. So a couple of things. Um, this game is digital only. Mm, what? No physical release. Why? Because they want to. <laughs> they just don't want to print games, print the CDs. Why they the they're. You know, their reason, uh, I 100% agree with their reason. Uh, A, they can guarantee, they can keep the price at $60 without having to print discs. Yep. Uh, B, I love this statement. You can buy a PlayStation 5 without a disc drive, and Microsoft's Xbox Series S is digital only. It's not uncommon to release yeah. modern games as digital only. That's true. Uh, that's, that's the path. I'm that, reading from that, an FAQ that's on their page. That was the path that we, um, we that was laid out when those two consoles came out. Um, I'm seething silently. Yeah, I, I wish I could have that disc, but it's fine. I'm f- I'll still have the game. I don't care. Yeah. Um, so Ed, Saga Anderson, who is an FBI profiler with a reputation <laughs> for solving unsolvable cases, arrives in Bright Falls to investigate a string of ritualistic murders. The case yeah, I love slides. it. She's not even there to investigate the disappearance of Alan. <laughs> right. The case slides into a nightmare when Anderson discovers pages of a horror story uh, that starts to come true. Yes, he's writing uh, him. He, he writ them, wrote them into existence. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, this is, I mean, this was, all this it's, weird stuff was in control in the in the DLC. Um, Anderson and Wake, two heroes on two desperate journeys. Two separate realities connected in ways neither of them can understand. <laughs> Echoes become reflections. Uh, reflections that can reach out to each other. Oh, I love this so much. Oh, it's going to be golden. Oh, man. Is this um, the closest that the West will get to Nomura level, like, stuff? Honestly, like, I, I think it, it's like the equivalent here. There, there are definitely parallels to be drawn. Um, it's weirder in different ways than yeah, Nomura, yeah. though. Yeah, but yeah, but just the, the it, level it, has, of it is the same kind of spirit of like <sighs> everything here is just weird and dream logic. Yep. Um, so Alan Wake Two is going to have a uh, free expand, have free post launch support. Nice and okay. two and paid expansions: uh, Night Springs and the Lake House. Um, Night but that's Springs. all we are going to tell you about them for now. Oh, they that's said. great. Did they put a winky face after that? No. Oh, they should have. But they were they were doing it when they typed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. I felt it. Um, <laughs> so uh, probably need to play American Nightmare now because that's going to be part of the story. Mm. I'm sure. I don't. I don't think so. That it's. I don't think it's essential. But we'll um, see. So it's exciting. They said in the FAQ that you don't have to have played 
Alan Wake, but you can, but there will be but things you for you to appreciate. Yeah, yeah. it'll they were the a experience. little. They were a little more serious of, do I have to have played Control? Really? And they said, you don't have to, but it is highly recommended. <laughs> so it's obvious. Oh, yes. Uh, oh, that's, that's music exactly, to my ears. Exactly. I love that so much. Um, Man. Shout out to Chris, who just got through the ashtray maze recently. Oh. Which is so like wonderful. still one of the best things in gaming. And I wonder what that moment's going to be. Oh, you know, there's going to be a show stopping moment with original uh, weird Nordic rock. Right. Exactly. <sighs> um, we love it. But man, Alan Wake 2. This was the a best trailer. Really, in my opinion, I loved Spider Man 2, and I'm excited for that. But this was <laughs> the most hype I got the whole time. Yes. Uh, yeah. There was, after this, there was really only. One outside of Spider Man, there was really only one other pop off moment that I had. I guess two, but one was a lot bigger than the other one. Okay, we'll get there. Um, then after this was Assassin's Creed Mirage. Let me tell you, I this gameplay, man. It's, I know middle it's, school me was thriving. Yes, I was. I'm, it's like, oh my god, this is Assassin's Creed again. I'm yeah. gonna play this. The, the, the I hate how it was, makes me want to go def- back and play the other. Yeah, like the huge ones that I don't like. Um, I'm excited for it. Yeah, I it looks even great. though they they've abandoned the the crazy, you know, present day stuff. Uh, I guess I can get over it. Yeah. As but, this one is supposed to be the simplified, shorter yeah. story, hold the return to form, uh, and they're still going to release the big, massive ones, but they're going to switch. Yes, um, it look it looks good. It looks great. Yep, uh, looks like everything you'd want. Yep, um, even the like weird, like you can see the hologram yep. of what you're going to be doing next if you want to yeah. do that. Yeah. Like, yeah, classic anima stuff. Yeah, crazy. Oh, uh, yeah, um, it looked good. It looked good. Next was the next game from the Into, or the Last Night in the Wood, Into yeah. the Woods, whatever, that developer. Um, night their in next the Woods. game, Revenant Hill. Yes. I wondered if it was the same developer, uh, because, like, I mean, it was like, this looks like that. I mean, the art yeah. is exactly yeah. the same. <laughs> um, yeah. So, that looked neat. You know, it's just a cat running around. Um yeah, with bad stuff happening. Yeah, yeah, there's like three or four cats games in this. Uh, Stray has taken hold of the gaming universe. <laughs> um, We've entered the Stray era. Right. Yeah. Grand Blue. Can't wait until the game that has a cat building cars out of nuts and bolts. <laughs> uh, Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. This is what I was talking about. That you know, the yep. gameplay looks really good. Yeah. But again, the art direction looks like a mix of like, like nothing. Gen- yeah, it looks like 15 other things. It yeah. looks like a mix of like Genshin Impact, Fly, uh, Fire Emblem Mac, or the new yep. one. Yep. I can't remember what it's called now. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, Street Fighter Six. We've seen a ton yeah. of Street Fighter Six. Can I just say, speaking of art direction, Street Fighter has a very specific art direction. I do not understand it. I do not understand the choices that, that have gotten there. It's so. <laughs> off-putting looking to me <laughs> I love it's it. very love it. specific yeah. but it's it just very specific it's so it looks so strange to me and i don't i can't wait to go to evo i'm gonna be a master <laughs> at street fighter 6 
and everyone's going to see my rise. Uh, I'm going to rise, and okay, I'm going to... Yes, sir. I'm going to play with my controller. But my, along, my alongside... Two fr- I may have two friends at Evo. Alongside the way Street Fighter looks, I also can't understand, like, the... Uh, I guess sort of street uh, fighter. No, like <laughs> this. This I want to say streetwear, but like the you know the this kind of gr- it's not really gritty, but uh, you know all like the graffiti stuff and how it's taken place in the alleys, and it's like what what is this? I don't. This game I definitely just don't understand like, the thought. It's so strange. This is going to be a massive departure from the rest of the it just series looks, for it, sure. It just but looks I'm, so weird. I'm really down for it. That looks cool. Like uh, each of the each of like the Street Fighter characters, like is the so only shiny. of their dojo ish type thing. <laughs> it's um, going to be fun. And Bison was in it. Yeah. Ryu was in it, who's apparently not in it, according to Forrest. Oh, I, I, I can neither confirm nor deny. I don't know. I thought it's, he was being facetious when he said that. Oh. It, it's a bit in the community right now of like, man, I wish Ryu was in Street Fighter Six. Oh, okay. yeah, gotcha. I can understand and I, that, and I don't know how accurate it actually is because you know some jokes have truth to them, right? True. Um. There's a. I didn't care about this trailer. Okay, oh, this, I like this. really. I this again. Are you kidding me? Very specific. It's 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 psychedelic, met uh, Metroidvania on yeah, acid. It did, it didn't yeah, work for me. Uh, it, uh, I mean, it looked it looked like something. <laughs> yes, I'm so down for it. I I kind of got like a bit of like guacamole from it. Just like these really bright like neon. Yeah. Like the thing about it's one of the things that's difficult with this. Is you know one of the things that why a lot of Metroidvanias don't work for me is the way that the games feel, mm-hmm. just like the physics of the characters. And like one of the things I immediately noticed is like I thought that the character you play has looked too tall in the world, and so that I mean it's like I don't know. It looks neat, um, but so much of those games is about specific. Um, like the weight of characters and how they jump that yeah it's right. hard and that's so hard to convey in trailers yeah um and as again it's it's too bad there isn't like hands-on like a demo or someone to say like how the character feels in it but it's only very trippy looking right um the next one was tower of fantasy the second tower game in the showcase I really didn't. I was. I, I feel like I was confused after at the end of this trailer. Yep, me too. There were parts of it that intrigued me, and others I was like, "What? What? I what am I seeing?" Yeah. yeah, that's that's how I felt. Um, then we went to Dragon's Dogma Two, which I thought we had seen already. No, and we I, just got the announcement. Then of it I before. learned and realized that I was mixing Dragon's Dogma up with Dragon Age. Oh, I mean, they do look similar, but that's because I, I, I have always know. mixed up those two <laughs> games. Uh, and I, I'm gonna eventually buy Dragon's yeah. Dogma Dark Arisen on my Switch and play it, maybe. Yes, but sir. I don't think I will. I it's been on my wish list on eShop forever. I think I eventually took it off because I just realized I wasn't gonna play it. I think I will play this just because of like. The cult classicness that Dragon's Dogma has yeah. collected, and it seems like it's a good game. Yeah. So 
The, I might play this. I was watching a secondary stream that was talking during it, and they were popping off about how it basically yeah. looked. For people who played it, I bet they can, like, very specifically see the, the mechanics and how they it, it, are brought forward. And it apparently looked exactly like it played nice. in the first one. So People love just, that game. I know. Oh, I know. There's, <laughs> Yeah. Um, Five Nights at Freddy's. Help, help wanted, wanted too. I don't know what help wanted means. It was well. It means they're it was, hiring. No, it was the last one they had where you were like, it was in a three D world and you. Forrest were actually, is no longer here. Help wanted. You're actually <laughs> moving <laughs> through the world. Okay, so you can move around. Yeah, I don't okay. know. Like, I don't. I, I guess it's old enough for them to make another one. Seth and I saw a trailer for the Five Nights yeah, at Freddy's movie. movie. It's in front of. Oh. What movie did we see? We saw Fast X. We saw Fast Fast Ten. Fast you can, uh, <laughs> the fact that you forgot can uh, shows what we think of Fast X. There is good things in Fast it's X. Good things. But, it's, uh, you know. It was. I mean, it's Pirates too. It's fine. Um, it's not the best movie ever. It's not. What? I, no, the next one may be the best movie ever, <laughs> but that's because it's finishing up. Yeah, all it's, of the it's things more that like this one said. This up. is. It's just because it's half of a story. Yeah. Um, then it got the VR time, and yeah, so and, I kind of sleep for a right. little bit. There's cool looking stuff in it, but it's just like I'm not. Pay- I don't ever foresee myself playing paying six hundred dollars for the, this VR headset. The, the most yeah. excited I got was that there's a Queen music pack coming to Beat Saber, <laughs> and that's because that's not just going to be on. Unpl- yeah. <laughs> like I'm just gonna. I haven't downloaded it yet, but I was. I actually. Man, let me tell you, I the other day I was I because I keep my Oculus out in the open so I don't like forget forget about that it. It exists. And so the other night I was like, I'm gonna play some Beat Saber, and I ended up playing Beat Saber for an hour. Like it was awesome, and I'm like, man, I miss playing this game a lot. I was sweating because uh. because I. Because I've gotten so good at it, I play the harder difficulties. I don't understand it, how people play it. it same. Watching it work like unfathomable. that. Like the, as they so were going through the Don't Stop Me Now, I was like, I, oh, I, I, was I watching have no it, like, idea ooh. how this is possible to do. Yeah. Like how you process this information fast enough. Uh, we could get into that. Yeah. Um, a lot of it is just knowing that the game is going to ask you to do the opposite of the swipe. A mm. lot of it is knowing... You get used to that. Right. Like, um, obviously, but, you learn it. Right. But it's just like, ugh, it looks... Very infrequently will the game ask you to do the same swipe mm-hmm. without doing a up and down mm-hmm. or a reverse of what yeah. you've done. Um, regardless, Beat Saber is great. Love Beat Saber forever. Um, what is... Let me... I'm going to Google real quick what's in this queen pack. Um, obviously, don't stop me now. Obviously, the best song. Uh, um, probably Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, I would bet Killer Queen and Fat Bottom Girls. Yeah, yeah. Bicycle. Whoa, <laughs> there's so many songs here. This is a lot. This is gonna be like a twenty dollar pack. Uh, whoa, it's only fourteen dollars. That's <laughs> this is yeah. this is all real reactions. I love your excitement for this. <laughs> well, yeah, like, because this is so very excited. real. So here's the other thing: he's literally that, like he's looking at the computer and then he's turning to us going, "Whoa!" <laughs> it's and it's because Beat Saber packs are not cheap. Uh, like 
the fallout boy one i got that was like six songs long was twelve dollars mm. so like this is a deal then exactly like you're buying this an EP. is a, yeah. this is a steal um uh another one bites the dust bohemian great rhapsody one. crazy little thing That's called great. love don't stop me now i want it all it's killer strange. queen one vision somebody to love Stone Cold Crazy, We Are the Champions, and We Will Rock. No, Eleven no, songs. No, no Fat one, Bottom Girls. No Under Pressure. No uh, no Bicycle. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I, I love the Bicycle Not song. Not worth it. Um, uh, none, of the, none of the weird Queen songs in that era where they were making theme songs for movies and TV yeah. shows that are barely songs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a shame. And, man. Some of the songs they pick for Ant Man. No, no. Some of the songs that bands pick for their Beat Saber packs are terrible too. Panic at the Disco picked nothing from before High Hopes, basically. And it's oh, like, that sucks. Uh, it does suck. Wow. Funny. Uh, Might I was as well like, call it the Mayor Pete pack. Yeah, I was like, ooh, I could. <laughs> I'm glad I could save money on that one. Um, so far, still my favorite is the Lady Gaga pack. It is so much fun. Nice. Yeah. Um, I need to get the Lizzo one because I think that would be fun too. Yeah. Um, but then okay, here it, this was the this in, blew this, my mind, yes. dude. I was watching this trailer because so the first thing it, we saw a Bungie logo. And I was yeah, like, okay, uh, Destiny. But and then, like, but then this, immediately the aesthetic was off. I was, was like, like this, this is, is not Destiny. Destiny. And then I was like, and I'm mm. like, oh, a new IP from Bungie. Okay, I'll give it a shot yeah. again. But I had the the passing thought. Oh, I, it would be so. What if they brought back that? Uh, just like completely not expecting, and it turns out, yes, they brought back this marathon, is marathon. Dude. The, t- the title marathon came up, and I was like, "Whoa!" If I, dude, if I, I wasn't at work, I legitimately out. would have screamed. Like, like I didn't even know that Bungie still had the IP for yeah. this. Like, yeah, I. It's they. They made it. But still, like, yeah, yeah, but like, I, since they like, I, I don't know, they like Bungie's history has always been a little weird, especially with their ownership situations. So, like, I just, I never know, especially in this landscape these days, of like, you never know what IPs get left with the company that made them, or if they get taken away by somebody else. So, like, in given that you know, Bungie ha- hadn't made a marathon in literally twenty five ish years give or take 26 and also it did like, not look like this no it did not look like this at all but still i i'm really down with the newest so according to the bungee help twitter marathon uh, is a sci-fi pvp extraction shooter i don't entirely know what that set means. in the same world as the original trilogy um there's no release date of course and it's for all consoles. It takes place in the same world, but is not a remake or direct sequel. Hmm. Um, so who knows? So it'll probably be one of those like sort of. Um, this will be the it'll Apex be a collaborative, collaborative PVE type of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, or like Rainbow Six Extraction. Yeah, because I, I was about to say like what what other games are extraction shooters? Like I just never seen this. Uh, I like mean, there's like two other games. Before. the The heist one is basically an extraction shooter. It, this um, is so again. This is not. This is there's no gameplay, but it has this really cool kind of super saturated world. It's like Mirror's Edge. Yeah, yeah, of. with robots. Yeah, uh, yeah. This was a very hype moment, and then they somehow outdid themselves 
in a Destiny trailer of all things. And of course, Destiny trailers are known to just be insane. Right, um, but this is particularly insane. Yes. Um, I have a theory about why this happened. You see, well, yeah, of course. Yeah. You see Ikora um, talking. Well, we hear Ikora. You hear Ikora. Mm, you no, know, we see some space stuff. Talking in front of a fire. Um, and she she alludes to the loss of something. And then uh, Cade Six is standing there. And it is, and it's, and it's Nathan it's Fillion. Nathan Fillion. God bless. And he He's says, back. he says, yeah, wherever this is, yeah. basically. And then uh, the big triangle forms, and yeah. it's so Destiny Two: The Final the Shape, Final Shape Trailer, which is the last DLC yep. or the last set, last thing in their timeline. Uh, but yeah, Kate Six back from the dead. Nathan Fillion back. As the voice actor. Um, I'm sure this would not have happened had Lance Reddick not passed. Right. But also it seems like it, it, like they did make an like they said that he has recorded a lot of stuff, so maybe it what it was going to happen regardless. Yeah. Um I'm it uh yeah, it was very I mean, I'm back. that Kate got- was back. It was stupid when they killed him and he didn't even have Nathan Fillion's voice. So very very nostalgic moment. Yeah. To bring old Kate back. It's going to be interesting to see what is what the game is like when I get back into it. <laughs> um because really the game people have been really down on it yeah. lately. I mean that um, that's happened to Destiny for a long time. Right, but like it is they they upped the prices for their season pass. And the game has had less yeah. to do, so right. it's just like, ooh, what is going on? Um, Again, this is always going to happen when you only play the same. You play one game and you just play it over and over and over and over until yeah. you've done everything. You'll be like, well, where's the stuff to do? You already did it. Yeah. Um, and then and con- uh, the 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 trailer's Concord, the next one. Yeah, this was again no gameplay. What but type it, of game was, do you think this is going to be? I don't. I hit it so that you couldn't see. Oh, there's. Um, um, I. Cause I'm, I'm thinking a No Man's Sky type thing. I don't know. Well, it was. It has a very much retro futuristic aesthetic. So maybe like, uh, and it's Concord. So maybe it's like an airline simulator. It's a, it is a multiplayer first person shooter game. Yeah. Okay. Not a surprise. <laughs> uh, from this, I got the vibe of like a third person or like a RPG shooter type thing, uh, not a multiplayer. Yeah. Like a whenever this I hear multiplayer first game. person shooter, I think either PvP or Borderlands. Yeah, uh, and that's not what I was expecting from this. Um, yep, but you know, uh, literally this this whole trailer was just aesthetic, like, and it is strictly talking. PvP. Yeah. Oh. Or it says PvP multiplayer first person shooter. There you go. From mm. Firewalk Studios. Um so all right. The last couple of announcements. Uh Sony revealed Project Q, a the long rumored switch mobile <laughs> thing that they were doing. It's not a switch, it's more like a I Wii know. U. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's more like a Wii U it's because a, the games have to be on your PlayStation 5. Yeah. yeah. And you stream a, it's it's a big tablet with uh, a a PS PS five controller chopped in half, chopped in half, and it glued just, to the sides of it. 
I already do this with my iPad anyways. What? Fairly comfortable to hold. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just like a, it's a streaming device. Oh, do we finally? Oh wait, no. And I and honestly, it's stupid, but this is like right up my alley. Yeah, that's the problem. And I hate it. Um, and it's going to cost way too much money for what it is. Yeah. It's going to cost at least six hundred dollars. You think? I don't yeah. think it'll be that much. I do. I, if their VR headset is six hundred, hmm. good luck. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. but that is. <laughs> I think it would be insane for it to cost the same amount of, as the actual as the console. console. I mean, again, the VR the headset. VR, is yeah, but the VR headset is letting you play games that you can't otherwise play. Sure. And this is just a controller. I, but you, I don't but think you, Sony's thinking you of it that way. But you can't use the headset separately from the five hundred dollar console you bought it for. Yeah, that's but the. That's, like but that's this, what it is how an extension. VR headsets work. It is an extension. No. Outside of uh, Oculus. Yeah, exactly. Mo- and the Oculus lets you connect to a PC. Right, but every it's, other high-end headset you have to connect to a PC to do it. Right. Oculus, in this case, is the, the outlier. Yeah. But that's also kind of the standard now. And that's why, Again, that, but that's why Apple has had a hard time... They've been holding on to their VR headset for a long time because <laughs> yeah, they're, they're like, it. oh, no, we're it's going to be too expensive. No one's going to buy it because um, it's gonna, just going to be. Really I mean, expensive. it is it's going to be way overpriced. Six hundred seems insane to me. I think it's I be think it's probably going to be like three hundred because it's just it's a tablet and a controller. They yeah. already charge eighty dollars for that controller without a USB-C cord. So I'm <laughs> I have no. I like, forgot about that. Oh, uh, that's that, that's like that the biggest burns. sticking thing to me. I just got the Legend of Zelda Wii, the the Legend of Zelda Pro controller, and a nice long mm. USB C cord in it. And I'm like, <laughs> so look nice. at that. Looks so great. Um, but you know, I mean, I don't know. I'm not trying to be because uh, the thing is, if this is within an affordable range of two to three hundred dollars, I will buy it. Yeah, it's so uh, it's it's so I'll stupid it. that it is like no. it exactly hits. Oh, I want this. Because I want, because, for some reason, to not to be able be, to play those games and not have them on my what TV. What will be inside of it is a way to um, better connect than through the internet, yeah. I'm yeah, sure. Absolutely. absolutely. And that, that is worth gold. Because like right. I, I um, remote play onto my iPad a lot, but... You're and it's pretty internet. good. I am tied, like, I am screwed if my internet just doesn't want to work for some reason that way. Right. Or my or my PlayStation doesn't want to connect to the internet. And I want to be clear. I'm saying all this knowing that full will. I will buy it if it's two to $300. Yeah. yeah. I will not be buying it if it's five. Yeah. That is, uh, so but they, I have. They, they make it clear that it's over Wi-Fi. I wonder if that means you have to be connected to the internet. Because if you're just able to be connected to, like, the network. And still be able to stream. That would be interesting. Yeah. <sighs> Curious. Curious. And then they also announced the Sony... Um, Airbuds. Sony Airbuds. Golden Retriever. Uh, again, we <laughs> yes. talked about this. They're just AirPods. But they they got a real cool really case. Cool. I think, I think cool that the, 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 pot, the earbuds themselves... Uh, I don't think they look great, um, but they got this cool case with the sliding. Yeah, it's got a cool case. And it does have it's, a cool case. Um, they have figured out the aesthetic here. I guess. 
But I they did, probably will be very expensive. I did replace the sides of my PS5 because I did not like the aesthetic there. Yeah. So, yeah. But, you know. You uh, lost. I don't know, man. It looks great. Fins are what make it. It's all about those fins. I got no fins. I got Mad no man. fins. No and, fins and better and my, ventilation. Better vent that my PS5 runs cooler than yours. Because so, <laughs> there's actual... F- yeah, well, my PS5 is also in a cabinet. There's, <laughs> that's probably also not good. Yeah, yours still, is cool, but mine's hot. Still, yeah, blows, super hot. still blows me away that there's... No fan holes next to a place where a giant fan yeah. is on the PS5. Who? Who? I want someone you look at, at the, a gaming outlet needs to actually interview the designer. You look, you look at the series they don't need X it because they have the liquid metal <laughs> that melts because yeah. it gets too <laughs> that's hot. That's good. It's, it's liquid. It's no, that no, at no, a room no, temperature. No, that's you not, compare that to no, the it's seri- not. <laughs> it's fellas, not fellas. liquid because it's melting. <laughs> It's supposed to be liquid. I know. It's supposed to melt? No. <laughs> I mean, technically, it does melt. That is what but you phasing could, into liquid You compare is. that, like, fan problem to the Series X, where the entire just top of it is just open air almost. Fan. It's, it's wonderful. Fan. And the bottom is an intake. It's not so a fan. It's a Zonai <laughs> device. It is, basically. Mm. Um, and then we got Spider-Man 2, which yes. uh, Spider-Man. is insanely is... open with Spider-Man in the symbiote. Yeah, I don't love that. I got to be honest. The Craven stuff was cool. Yeah. Him popping out of the basement with the symbiote suit. A, keep that as a surprise for me in the game. Yeah. I don't need that because you've already teased Tony Venom, Todd yeah. as Venom. And you've already teased Venom in the game. Yeah. The question is, which in what order do these things happen? Because we know at the end of was it was it at the end of Miles Morales that they showed it thing where it seemed like Harry. That was the end of Spider Man. Right. Harry was in the tank, and it seemed like he was. There was something going on with the Venom symbiote. Yeah. So we know he's going to be Venom. But is. He Venom before this, and then Spider-Man beats him up and gets a symbiote? Or does Peter does somehow he, get the no, symbiote? He, Peter somehow gets it. Because in the in the trailer, they're chasing down Lizard, and they're saying this right, is the only way to save Harry. that Harry's going to be alive, because we need to save him. But it, like, it so, could go either. I, I don't think it would make much sense... Story-wise, for um, you to fight Venom first and then him get the symbiote. But I think it is possible. But you're probably right. I think it's like he somehow, the symbiote bonds with him after he discovers Harry. I think Craven gets the symbiote uh-huh. at the end of the game. Oh, I mean, I, mean I think that'll be the final boss. That's also probable. <laughs> I think that Miles is going to have to beat the crap out of Peter. I think point. Miles is going to have to beat the crap out of everybody. They showed off so much of him in this he looks super, yeah. trailer. It was great. He looks great. I'm yeah. thriving. But it's also probably they don't want to show too much of symbiote Peter. That's fair. And he, it's great. He is, he re, he's Blowing people away. He is viciously he kicked, destroying he, people. Big in Bully McGuire energy. He kicked this dude against the wall like 15 times before <laughs> letting go. There will absolutely uh, be a Bully Magu- a Spider-Man 3 skin for him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in the symbiote, I mean. What a... 
Yeah. Symbiote Spider-Man. It Look, we knew it was coming because they didn't put it in. They they never put the skin in. Yeah. I'm I'm I, I don't know. I'm a, I would have liked to have waited. I wanted to be a surprise. Game. Even if they hid even if they hid Peter and just made it Miles for a while and you're like well, no, because even in the first trailer they showed, does Peter and Miles talking? Yeah, yeah. like I, I think all this like because I feel a similar way about this trailer, but I think that also just tells me that maybe I need to avoid other trailers for this game. Yeah, because they're probably just going to show me things that I rather would have kept. Because there's also a bunch wraps. of villains they showed on that screen, yeah. like like there's Lizard. Um, I mean, half of them were. From yeah, the first it was. Game. It was kind of basically all of the, the the surviving characters from from the the first two games, right? That are targets for Craven. Um, I wonder how that will work in the game if it'll be like ooh, like a nemesis system. Yeah. Oh. Um, no, because that's that's trademarked. No yeah. one's allowed to use it. No yeah. one's allowed to use it. Maybe not even not even WB Games apparently. <laughs> that's funny. They don't use it. Um. Yeah, it looks super cool. I wish it was a surprise. Uh, I don't know if this game is coming out this year. They said it is, but I think it probably is. They, I they hope kept it. Is. They still kept it with the fall twenty twenty three. Yeah, and I think still... that's very intentional. Like in the event that, like, mm, maybe we push right then, because then it's like, oh, we never, we never. Um... No specific release date. There was it was only ever a window. Yeah. I I mean I think like we never I promised to set date you know so we can push and it's fine and maybe if it does come out this year they push to late October and that's still fall maybe November maybe the reason they're showing I mean it's obviously the, the reason they're like I understand I there was never any way that they were going to get through the marketing without showing Peter in the symbiote if that is a large part of the story um, but like. <sighs> But, I get but that, maybe but Miles, wasn't, high, Miles maybe. wasn't in any trailers for the first game. So when Miles showed up, I was like, It was a genuine surprise. That's a surprise. And Miles was huge at the time because of Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, but he also wasn't as important to this like to that game in terms of like needing to know what was going on. I just it it just seems like that is the the huge draw of the game. Like, it's probably going to be symbiote Spider Man on the cover of the game. Yeah, in the way that they they post the other the other ones on there. Like, it's yeah. going to be that's, maybe that's it'll what be the, like the Spider Man three cover. That's probably what the one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The marketing is going to revolve around Peter and the symbiote. That's just what it is. Going and am I going to gonna take this Peter serious with his baby face as the Venom? <laughs> I, uh, who's just what say? if they change it back? <laughs> they just like what? If, what if there's, what if there's an a toggle? In, what if there's an in-universe reason for the face changing back to I the previous be face so because happy the symbiote it back? The symbiote gives that's him not plastic what they're surgery. Do. No, it's not. <laughs> um, Yuri uh, Lowenthal is putting in work to make himself sound angrier. Yeah, he's and, he's yeah. sounding really like a jerk. It's funny. He's it's kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, um, but I, maybe the reason they're focusing on Peter now is because Venom is also playable. Yeah, that's that's also true. Just go play Prototype. 
<laughs> I mean, yeah. Or <laughs> Ultimate Spider-Man. I, by the way, around this time, 14 years ago is when Prototype yeah, came dude. out. Because on my Facebook memories, it's all like, yo, I've got Prototype, but it's not ready. Because like, yeah. I love that game. Oh, it's great. great. Yeah. Um, I You have to think Venom's playable. I mean, if, you don't have to. I think it's more likely it's, that he's a, he's, it's a, personal he's a big choice. villain. Um, um, I think the big question, the bigger question to me is, is Green Goblin going to be in the game? That if, was the, so that threw me off the Genki bird. I yeah. thought it was the glider. Yeah. And it, ended it was up being, weird. Uh, yeah. And being that he probably won't um, be, but I bet that'll be a tease. I love the switch to miles button. Yeah. I'm going to play as, miles I wonder if so that's going to be, because in, that, like, in that situation, it was context sensitive. Yeah, so I wonder if it's going to be like a free specific thing? segments that you play as each other, or like a GTA Five thing, like Miles is, or on like the other a side of. Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance mm. sort of thing, like timer <laughs> just gonna kick you out. Yeah, hey. the symbiote. I mean, honestly, the that, symbiote makes Peter go crazy, could, and you as the player lose work. control of him, so you have to play. If there was like, but there wouldn't then be a reason to kick you off of Miles. I don't know. <laughs> He's got. So I, wonder I mean, if I if would never because I don't think they never switch back to Peter after they switch to Miles. Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah, they switch back. Oh to yeah, because he he glides through and because he glides through the, the subway train. Yeah, there's yeah. gliding. <laughs> there's yeah. wingsuit style gliding. Yeah, in this game, which is neat. It's uh, it's you know, um, what's the word? It seems superfluous. Given that you can just swing everywhere, uh, but it is yeah. cool. I mean, listen, you can now rocket through New York City as yeah. a Spider-Man. Also, Queens. So yeah. There was no Queens in the last games. So, bigger map. It's interesting. I'm excited. I just... You know, I... I The moment I saw it, I was like, ooh, this is Craven," And... Um, Forest I had a massive brain. Somehow fart. was like <laughs> totally forgot. Yeah, I was Wolverine like, "Yo, the Wolverine game." Because <laughs> my stupid comic reading brain. Last time yeah. I saw Craven was in a heavily featured Wolverine comic in the like X Force, yeah. and I'm just like, and I'm still stuck there. And I'm like, oh wait, Craven's biggest story is literally a Spider Man right. book. Um, I'm good now. I wonder if Venom is going to be the big bad. You know, we'll see. We'll see. It's going to be weird. I don't know. I don't I, know I because I feel way. like the original trailer seemed to be that they were pitting Craven against Venom. Like that was Which, the idea. Ooh, listen, that be fun. Listen, I mean, I could be misremembering, when, but I feel like when Craven hunts down all the greatest like beings on Earth. He's got to go to Cause space, Because I, right? I, I just remember it was this big monologue from Craven about hunting. Uh, and then at the end, you, you know, you see the Venom smile responding to him. So I thought yeah. that was that is what the... Which, you know, I wonder... In that situation, neither of them are going to be good. Right. <laughs> um, so you'll probably be fighting them both. Also, freaking the lizard was gigantic. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's like going straight through up some monster. He's going through some mutations, uh, which was cool. Yeah, he's. And big. I wonder who else 
is going to show up. When the glider, sh- when the bird showed I thought it was Vulture. And I was like, why is he here all why of a sudden? back? Um, but it wasn't. It was just a bird. I need yeah. Shocker back just so Shocker was Peter on the Shocker was on the uh, the map of yeah. the of the people. I just want Peter I think to Doc Ock was too. Yeah. Which, I just want Peter to yell at him and say that it'll chase him to the ends of the earth. It's fun. It looks good. I wanna play it. I wonder if Scorpion will be in it. You know there'll be miscellaneous villains. Yeah. I yeah. wonder who they will be. Stilt man. Uh, the spot. Man, well, that's likely because yeah. he's in, in the new Spider Verse. I don't know how they'd make that work in a game. They will, maybe. I trust them. It would be weird to go from to have Negative Man and then the Spot. Mm. Is he Negative Man or Mister Negative? I forget. Mister Negative. In, Mr. in, Mr. in, in Negative. the in the game, it, is, he was just his name. Yeah. Yeah. Negative Man is a DC Doom mm. Patrol character. Yes, yes, that's right. I can't wait Put for the real there. villain of this game to be Mephisto, and I can't wait for he it makes to be. you forget your whole relationship <laughs> with MJ. He, I he erases your save data. <laughs> yeah. He erases oh, your save man. data. Man, be brutal. I can't um, wait for the real and villain it'll, to be, and uh, it'll ruin every Spider-Man game for like the uh, next decade. Yeah. <laughs> But then the real oh, villain was actually Spider-Man editorial. They were pulling Mephisto's <laughs> strings the whole time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Um, You're going to make me mad about one more mm, day again. I know. I, I frequently get mad I'm, about like, one I'm more already day. like constantly like base level fuming about it in any given moment. <laughs> but like when I'm actively thinking about it, yeah. it just I spiral. <laughs> I, yes. I start to look up a list of people that are responsible and I – re-put them on my list of <laughs> anger. They almost, they almost are higher than Neil Druckmann at times. Uh, yeah. I would say they are, yeah. for me at least. Um, uh, anyways, I'm so happy to be playing no, as Miles again. And, and, and now we can talk about stuff that's missing. Uh, the Last of Us multiplayer thing. <laughs> yeah. um, anything from Naughty Dog. <laughs> it's, uh, well, I don't know if it's fair to say that stuff is missing because we didn't really know what was going to be here at all. Right. And they basically it's, brought a bunch of brand new stuff but, that no one would have predicted. Right. But mm. uh, but how much of it was theirs? This is the whole thing is that this was an hour long showcase yeah. and three games are theirs. Right. So you talked about it after, uh, immediately after the showcase. Xbox tweeted a graphic of the vast majority of these games it's saying like showing like like these are like, it's a great group of games and it said coming to Xbox yeah um but i think there is value in showing these off in these showcases even yes. if even if they're I, not first party because you immediately like you start associating right. these games with so right. like, okay I, this is a this PlayStation publisher. game right I agree with that that's why like it's still weird that Xbox is doing a lot to market Hollow Knight too yeah because Hollow Knight to me is a Switch game yeah but it is weird for your big showcase of the year to be one of the longest showcases they've had in yeah. a right. long time and and two of the games that were theirs. Like exclusively theirs being Helldivers, the weird extraction shooter at the beginning, and Spider Man. Yeah. That's I think it. it's also it's it's, it's also strange, like among that yeah, to have some of the stuff that are multi platform ones that are coming out in twenty twenty four too, and it's like 
we don't know what this game is. It's yeah. not coming out this year, and it's coming to other consoles. So why um, did it need to be here? I don't know. I like who knows how this stuff gets put together. Um, I'm glad they had it. I, right. I don't want to say I'm. I, I'm not critiquing that they had it. Um, I'm glad they did. I'm glad the the games they got for it. It was an overall very good showcase. Yeah, I yeah. like. It, I, I would say definitely one of those showcases that have been more positive on. But but in, in the, the past. Year. In the past five years, when Sony does something like this, yeah, they spend they a have, large amount of time on stuff that they stuff. have made. Yeah, um, I was talking to Seth about it the, when they announced it was going to be an hour long. I'm like, do you remember the year where they spent an hour on Ghost of Tsushima and Last of Us 2? And then they showed a lo- the trailer for Spider-Man. That yeah. was basically all they showed that year. Yeah. Um, than the year where they spent 45 minutes on God of War. Like, they they tend to, when they do these showcases or they do these events, um, do long, in-depth views into what they're doing. And instead, it was a Summer Games Fest type thing. And I'm not upset that that exists. It's just that... It's a different... It is different than yeah. what they've done. Yeah. And I... I'm not saying it's a bad thing because I a lot of people say that I hate Sony. I bought their system. I have four dual sense controllers. I think it's I, I think I it has to their do games. I think it has to like, do with the context of like those um, specific games. Like outside of Ghost of Tsushima, um like when they did the Last of Us 2 blowout, it had been what like I don't know, like 10 years or something. Not 10 years, but no. it had been it had been since the first Last of Us, yeah, no, to Last no, of Us two, five, it was, it was five, maybe years? five, yeah. Uh, anyway, well, it but it was like two generations ago of console, basically, um, and so it was this huge tentpole release that they were doing, and the same with Spider Man. The first one was this absolutely massive. It, it felt like this huge thing that there was a new Spider Man game. Uh, and with God of War, it was like this entirely new take on the on the franchise. Um, and so it's it's less so with Spider-Man 2. Like, it's not as big. Like, it's still going to be a great game, but it's the third in the series so far. So it's it. They don't need to do a whole blowout to sell the game to people. Um, I don't know. I think it's just that. The context of the of of the games, um, it was seven years. Yeah, so that, so that's like it's that is a huge gap between releases, right? Um, especially and for a game that was as acclaimed, for there to be another one coming up, like that's a huge momentous occasion for that console. Um, that I don't think anything. They don't really have anything that they have announced or anything like sitting in the wings that would be that for them. So I think it, it makes sense that they, if they don't have anything that's worth having that huge blowout for, um, and like, I'm sure the next time they, like they have a new IP that they're super confident about, um, that they will have another one of those things. Um, but it's also those were in a time that they were, they were playing to crowds too, when those were revealed. Um, I mean, I get that. So who I knows? Just, like, like, who knows that they like? 
if there was going to be, if there, there was no crowd, they never would have built that whole barn. Um, and who knows what kind of debut trailer that would have been. Um, the whole barn, and then they had the guy playing the wind flute. Yeah. First. The Shakuhachi flute. That guy, oh, that was, that so guy cool. was awesome. I mean, that guy was awesome. But but again, like if there are no people in attendance, that stuff's not happening. Right. That's going to be much more pared down. Um, so this is, again, this is what we lose when there's no people. Yeah. Um, so who knows? Like you know, it's a different strategy. It's it's just a different thing. So who knows? Um, if there's ever a, a time where they're showing releases, they're showing debuts in front of crowds we'll see if that uh and then, that, and then the huge blowout style experiences of, uh, with them again of, of of conference will be there but in context like it's there there's no need for that stuff it doesn't like you don't add anything by doing that stuff at at, at this moment yeah right all right Overall, it's a good showcase. Yeah, I want to be. I, I want to be clear I was, that I'm positive. Don't I was very happy. All my friends like said, there's there a, that are going to say there's a ton of games on here that I'm like, you know, I want to play that. It had Alan Wake too. There's nothing else crazy. that I yeah. could have done. I mean, the 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 second best thing they could have done is showed a trailer of what that Transformers game is going to be. That showed a game. I've been thinking about that game yeah. this week. <laughs> I think about it a decent amount. So I'm. You know, we've got an Alan Wake trailer. Hopefully, at the 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 Summer Games Fest, we get of a glimpse of that. Um, Summer Games Fest is the ninth, I think. Uh, someone corrected me, and then that correction was wrong. Hold on, no, it's it not changed? his fault. Uh, the Summer Games Fest Twitter has a different date than other things, huh? So there's not really a good idea of when it is, but I'd say it's one of those two days. According to their f- website, it is June eighth on Thursday at three p.m. Uh, on their Twitter, it says it said June 9th the other day. Hmm. Maybe they'll get that fixed. Um, so one of those days, probably on both of those days, something is right. happening. Um, and then June eleventh, we get Microsoft. And maybe Nintendo will sneak something in. Who knows? Who knows? They do um, like dropping directs just yeah. kind or, of out or of nowhere. Or just a bunch of announcements on Twitter. Yep. Yeah. Could be that. Um, but, all right, with that, thank you for listening to a very long episode. Um, oh, it's, it's a doozy. <laughs> uh, we appreciate you, and we will talk at you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Be nice to the President Hudson, sign Man and Tears of the Kingdom, please. <laughs>